Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is some bull jab. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of the Value Pack. Uh, big episode today, a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, a lot of stuff coming uh, here really, relatively soon. A lot of stuff that is here that we got to give our opinions on, tell you guys uh, what we think. Uh, but before we get to all that stuff, I'd like to thank our lovely patrons. Badriana, Britton Clark, Infrax, Wine, Oscultation, I Has Issues, Jeremy Johnson, Lord Carrot, Mayonite, Minari, Oponism, Sinvala, Slytek, and Talus, Acceptum. Thanks to you guys and everybody else who supports us on Patreon and on our individual Twitch streams as well. We appreciate you guys so, so very much. Uh, so first thing on the list is there is a new class teaser uh the uh well we'll get to the name in a bit uh frosty you uh you have it ready to go yeah before i hit play i just want to say i, I miss our old supporter small dick stole your girl <laughs> small dick stole, you <laughs> small dick stole your girl yeah dude, i miss i miss him he was my favorite all right <laughs> here we go this is uh we had an event on i think it was tuesday like uh Perlibus had a whole stream event where they just celebrated the five-year anniversary, and they had a couple teasers for us. This was one of them. Here we go. Soon, the blood-eyed dark invaders will seek out these lands. On that day, I shall make my return from Eternity. There it is. All right. So, New class age. Here's the. I return. Here's the thing about this. All right. So, <clears throat> I um. <laughs> All right. So, couple things. One, this is an ability or a spell or something. Right. This beginning part. It has to be. I don't know why the, I would show uh, this. Yeah, the cube basically broken open up with like these waves and orb auras or whatever, where it's like kind of teal and purple with lines. Right. Um, the other thing I noticed about this clip, well, one, obviously the entire thing is slow motion. Okay? Yes. Yeah, so that's either a spell or, or his weapon is a solid point. Could also be his weapon. Um, but it's also a guy. You hear a, a male, a, a very deep male voice. Um, the entire thing is in slow motion um and then the other thing is this second clip where you see the i guess what are these kratuga mobs or are these gyphon gyphon mobs so it's like gyphon to me yeah you see More this like gyphon, yeah. star thing shot through the mob because a lot of people are like oh shit maybe he's one of these golems but no it, this is him killing a golem well, to me, it looks like it, it. he, like, threw it at him and it bounced off of him. That's what I thought it looked like. Yeah, or uh, that. It looks, it, it looks like, it, from the perspective that we have here, it looks like it just comes through him because of how the rocks are. Yeah, it kind of looks uh, how it comes through him. I mean, there's a bunch of ways you could look at it. Could have been, it bounced through him, could have been the, the actual characters on the other side of this mob and threw it through him, or it could be 
that he threw this thing and then it came backwards. Yeah, and boomerang. went through like, the mud. like a shy, like a boomerang kind of thing. Yeah, because um, <laughs> you see the rocks flying out in sparks. So he's killing this guy from mob. He is not this guy from mob. Um, and then he also mentions uh, that he'll seek these lands out, on or when they seek day, these lands, that on that day I shall make, I shall my, make return. my return. And then he says, from uh, "Eternity." From eternity, and it just shows this giant box. So obviously he's trapped in this box. But I think that this class, and the name kind of fits this theme as well, has something to do with time, right? Like slowing time, stopping time, changing time, manipulating time in some way. This is just my theory. I could be completely wrong, but it's also partly my hope because we don't really have a class that's like time or time hopping right. or anything like that. Um, Maybe you can roll me back to the day I was picking my first class. Maybe he can roll you back to before you chose Mewa. <laughs> Even more slows, yeah. Even more slows. So, yeah. I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be a rock wizard. <laughs> rock wizard. That's what you got out of that. <laughs> no, he's saying that because the stupid shadow <laughs> arena. Yeah. <laughs> Chronomancer. How did you? I mean, it's it's called Sage. Sages traditionally are what in video games and games you guys like, have played? More like they're more like druids almost. Like not really like time oriented. They're more like druids. Sages are like the the what? So like sorcerers and witches and whatnot. Those were always considered like the more youthful and destructive casters. Sages were generally like the more nature oriented. But then like druids became like this widespread thing that was took over the whole sage uh aspect at least in, from my perspective and what i imagine sage as being so like sage kind right. of fell off druid became like the, the new nature oriented type class and sage was never heard from again kind of thing <laughs> so i don't know my that's just what i was thought of sages sages and games you played or lore you've been in or seen or read what are sages normally uh, uh. Usually, I feel like sages are usually just upgraded wizards, honestly. Yeah. Like, isn't that isn't that usually the case? They're normally Maybe like that's support. why they updated the wizard uh, defaults to be a younger guy, you know? Because they need an old guy for the sage. Maybe. Yeah, so, let's, Nayashi first. What do you hope this class is, and what do you hope it is not? Oh god. Uh well I mean I think the time thing would be pretty cool to see in this game, but at the same time I kinda don't want to see that because it would be absolute cancer to have my like imagine if it was like um Mesmer something in Guild Wars. Yeah, if it was something like Mesmer, like from Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2 and whatnot, like that would be pretty AIDS, but something that's like uh, you remember from League of Legends uh, the bard where their ultimate is they throw the fucking thing and it just like makes the whole area stop in time um, that kind of shit would be pretty AIDS too um, in a large scale point of view could you imagine like something like that happening and then like fucking 15 of your guys are like frozen in place getting literally surrounded before they come out and then they all just get obliterated um, stuff like that would be pretty eights to see in large scale. 
Um, I don't know. It's so you're saying you want it to be time based, but you don't want it to be time based because it would be yeah. both very cool but also awful to deal with. Exactly, exactly. I think it would be really cool for the for a new experience in in the classes that are available, as well as uh, you know, how they would go about it PvP wise, but also pretty cancer how they would go about it PvP wise. Yeah, when I say mesmer, <clears throat> I don't mean like an exact replica of what mesmer does or can do. I just mean like that general idea that it can like manipulate time and space in some way. I think would be yeah. interesting. Uh, but make it different than what Mesmer was. Every, everyone that played Guild Wars 2 is like, oh god, I hope it's not Mesmer. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently that class was a, a nightmare to deal with. Uh, Rezzler, what do you hope this class is and what do you hope it is not? Rock Wizard. You oh hope it god. is not Rock Wizard and what do you hope it is? <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> rock Wizard. <laughs> what, dude, you got your Sand Mage? Give me my Rock Wizard. No, I'm kidding. Uh... Yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like uh there's just not much to go off of right now. I really don't think it's going to be a time thing. I think that you're reading a little too much into the slow-mo shots that they put in just cuz they look cool. Um What about the eternity? Know. He line? even even mentions the the eternity. He's going to come back from eternity when the red-eyed basically demons invade. Yeah, but isn't the isn't the original witch from which all the witches came from also like an immortal being and the wizard actually as well? Aren't they both like immortal beings as well? So mm. couldn't this just be another immortal I being? I no, they became that, immortal maybe. on suck release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, not wrong, but yeah, I mean that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I, the, I, I don't know the lore. I think like. Do you not think that the the that broken open sphere with the colors like has some implication of like time, or you don't think, I think so at all? He, like you, really. your specific verbiage was he was trapped in there. I think he purposely put himself away to deal with the threat in the future. Like that's his like sole goal is to constantly Ooh. deal with the threat whenever it comes out. And that threat is succession wizard. <laughs> Yeah, so now it's coming out. Those red, those red-eyed demons. You know, they've been swarming the world recently. <laughs> so, what do you hope um, the class is not? Then, what do you, what do you like? God, I hope they don't damage. release a class. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm. At. An another suck wizard, basically. I don't even. Yeah, like yeah. To, everyone has this idea of like, oh well, the real way to deal with suck wizard is just you make something more powerful than it to kill it. But it's like two wrongs don't make a right, my guy. Like, they taught you this in elementary school. <laughs> like, it's not good. Like, please, not another suck wizard. Not more range damage. There's already too much of it in the game. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Reslar's like, That's please, no, too. stop. And then PA is like, yes, we're going to release another one. I think, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I just... I mostly am just hoping that it's not a bunch of range damage. I hope it's probably a caster or a mage of some sort, but I'm hoping it's more mid range and melee range than range range. Could you imagine <laughs> if it, if they could just easily reset your position in time? Well, like here's some cool back. ideas because I don't know what other people think about. Like obviously, like Resler doesn't even think there's time, so some of this is moot. But for me, like. Some cool ideas I think that would be interesting is like, 
like you know how we have the ice wall on like a three minute cooldown or whatever like maybe having an ability that's a three minute cooldown that kind of works like Hashishin's tornado except it, even if you're cc'd it just pulls you out and reverses like the damage done and debuffs applied to you and moves you back to where you were when you cast it like on a long cooldown like something like that could be kind of interesting it would be awful to deal with i get it like everyone when you think about like oh my god that would suck if i catch this guy and then he gets out but i'm just saying like some ideas like that could be kind of interesting or setting up it's almost a, like they never fought a tamer before or like i don't i forget the name of the class or the character in overwatch where you can set up like a little portal and you and allies could run through it and appear on the other side that could be kind of interesting symmetra yeah symmetra that could be kind of interesting if also your allies could do it too pretty cool would be actually. interesting I don't know how it actually be used in the context of like a node war and stuff since everything's just brute force damage. <laughs> but it still would be it could be kind of interesting. Um Yeah, I could see I how know. how upset are you going to be if it is in fact a rock wizard? I'm going to be really upset. But wait, here's my here's my last thing. And this was um this was a thing in StarCraft. There was they had this for a little while and some other game Diablo has this too. It would be kind of cool if they could put like a bubble around them temporarily that only slowed the speed of projectiles traveling through it. That would be kind of interesting. Like didn't affect characters or players, but like if you saw like Dream of Doom coming through and you had this bubble up, it slows Dream of Doom down so you have like a second to get out. I think that would actually be insane. And cool. Um, No, if it's a rock wizard, if it's that stupid character from... Shadow Arena, I'm, I'm just going to be brokenhearted and sad. That's the laziest, <laughs> ugliest, lamest design ever. It would be sad. They're going to do it for you. They're going to do it for me? Yeah. Just because they know it'll make you upset. Um, no, I think uh, I'm just... My main concern, though, is honestly, like you said, no more, no more like hardcore magic damage dealer, please. God damn it. Yeah, like, range damage and slows we don't need. Yeah, I mean, from from the way the trailer sounds, it doesn't sound like it's going to be a support type. Like, I mean, let's be real, like, there is no real true quote-unquote support type here. Um, yeah. Except maybe arguably shy, but um, they're not really looked at, looked at as being a serious PvP class, even though they are pretty staple <laughs> in large scale. And, um... But uh, yeah, this this seems like a class that'll be something that can handle a threat easily from how the trailer sounds. So it's probably going to be mage oriented, unfortunately, just because of the nature of what we think of as a sage. So I'm just really hoping it's not like some uh, new version of Suck Wizard that we're going to have to deal with on the regular. It would just make me so sad to see the state of <laughs> large scale get even worse. Like. It's like hard to imagine how could it get even worse, but they could find a way. I'm sure. So, what day is this coming out again? This, this is 24th? coming out um, 23rd? Wednesday, March 24th. Oh, yeah. 24th. So, are we expecting it on Global Labs this Friday? No, they've historically not put classes on Global Labs unless they're already out on a server. They, is they that like, true? We're gonna that get, is, we're gonna get a true. hard release. Historically speaking, they generally do not put classes on Global Labs until they're actually released on a server, on one of the servers. Um, 
I think that us and NA feel like it's on Global Labs early because a lot of times it's on KR for months before we get it. Yeah, that's true. But like Nova was not playable on Global Labs before it was actually out. Um, was Hash? I don't think Hash was either. Hash came out on Global Labs, um, but it was because it was already out on console and then KR before us. Like everyone got it before us. Um. Gotcha. The other thing too is uh, the 24th is so soon. Like this is really, really fast. Like Nova's- Yeah. When did Nova's Awakening come out? They, it's like they just fuck, I feel like they just released Nova and now this new class is coming out. Nova Awakening came out January 6th and they announced the new class Mar uh, March like 3rd or 4th or whenever that event was. And it's coming out March 24th. That is really fast. The other thing that's this, fast about this is it's actually coming out. I I believe this season that we're in right now ends on the thirty first, so this class is coming out a week before the season is over, which means maybe the awakening release date will be on the start of the next season. I don't know. That makes I sense. mean, this this is um my my only problem with this being released so soon is we're gonna get new character fatigue. I feel you know like. We won't be able to keep up with the fucking characters that are constantly coming out, and it's just—I don't know. It, like for a, for someone that doesn't plan on like rerolling to these classes and whatnot, it's like annoying to have to like deal with a new powerful class like every three months that we're gonna have to fucking fi figure out a way to deal with oh, all the okay. time. What I don't like, no. Do you really feel like Nova is like this impossibly no. powerful class that you can't deal with? No, 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 no. Definitely not. But there. Like, Hash is a very strong version. Guardian's a very it's... strong version of a new class. Like, yeah. I mean, are you not, are you actually like not able to kill Hashes? No, it's not that. I don't think that part is like, I mean, I don't know. It, I'm like... just, I'm just saying from a, from a, like thinking about like, <clears throat> you know, like, uh, from a game, de game design perspective, like, it's, it's just a lot, like, so quick like we they're they're focusing on a lot of content that they just released and it's really good everything's going good but now they're releasing a new class I, it seems really soon it does seem soon in fact see i so here's the thing i don't have any problem with classes coming out really fast my only thing is like i need it also to be i i need the other classes to also still be addressed balance wise yeah, like, but I don't think that they're like mutually exclusive. I don't think, I really don't. Um, maybe they're waiting for the awakening skills to come out on classes before they actually start doing changes again. But it's been a long time since we've gotten changes. Um, balance. So I, I don't know. To me, it's like, I like, I, I guess I'm more or less <clears throat> worried about this because they still haven't even addressed the whole wizard situation. No, you they know. did. They nerfed their 200. Did you forget that? Remember when we all started yeah. going back to Node Wars again because the 200 got oh, yeah. fixed? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Did it. they nerf 200 Meteor, dude? They fixed it. Yeah. No, but, yeah. Yeah, no. Like, that. that's my main problem, though, is just like, it goes, goes in line with what you were saying. They're not probably. going to fix it, though. Like, at this point, it's time to start recognizing that they're not planning on doing anything about Succession Wizard, unfortunately. Their new goal, as stated at the ball, 
is that they want to make every other class as powerful as Succession Wizard, which isn't going to happen. And is that's just another way of addressing speech. the issue. But they did not we, say that, Rustler. That's such an exaggeration. They did say they don't believe in it. They, they don't believe in They said they want to make want to nerf classes, that they want to buff classes to the heights of other classes. Yes, but they did not say that they will not nerf classes. In fact, we know that they will because they have done some nerfs since then. Like they, they, say, they like, said they basically prefer to buff Yes, they classes. prefer to buff it. You're just taking that and making it super black and white and saying that they're never going to nerf a class and they want all the classes to be suck wizard. That's not true. They just said they prefer not to nerf classes because getting nerfed feels horrible as a player. And everyone who's been nerfed knows that feeling and it feels it does feel terrible. They're just pointing out that they want to avoid that if possible. They right. Which is why they've they destroyed the only thing Zerkers were good at, Succession Zerkers were good at, and Suck Wizards are still running rampant. Because they care about they definitely care about how players feel. Yes, because Suck Zerkers loved the class so much, and now that they don't have their two hundred percent, their their class isn't fun anymore. Right? That that it's was not, what that was the solution to the class is two hundred percent being good. That was made it fun. It's not about being a solution to the class. It's about well, that was like the Zerkers thing that they did were find it fun to murder large people. It's not, but it's it like those two things are not even related. Like they literally said, like the two hundred percent were too strong, and they were. And that playstyle, you've complained yourself that being a two-minute or three-minute class or just relying on ults is not a fun playstyle. But now you're saying they should have yeah. kept that for Suck Zerker no, because I'm that was saying, fun. I'm saying that nerfing the 200% while leaving Wizard in its state shows that they actually, like, it's all just bullshit corporate speech. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, they are going to say things in a way that covers their ass, but yeah, it is what it is. Like, they're just saying things to try to placate the masses. They don't actually, like, it doesn't, okay, so it doesn't matter. If, if what the you're saying is true. actions matter more than their words. Right, so you well, said they're going to buff everyone to be wizard level. Which class so far has been buffed to wizard level since they said no, that? No, I'm saying that they, they are the ones who said we would like to buff things up to be on the same level instead of nerfing things. If they have no intentions of nerfing succession wizard, wizard which it certainly seems that way, then that would make then that would mean that they would buff classes to be succession wizard level. But what I'm saying is that it's just they're not actually going to do that because for whatever reason they want succession wizard on top. It's fucking strange and I don't know why, but they just do. That's why they don't do anything about it and all they do is give this corporate speech to make everybody feel good about it. I don't think it's necessarily that they don't want to do anything about it and that they want wizard to be on top. I just I I think that they just had a number of things that came first down the pipeline, such as new content. They're addressing players' concerns and what they want to see. We new content, more group content, and PVE related content was a big thing on the list of things that they that players wanted to see, and they have since released the Doom servers. See, I might be willing widely, to buy that. Widely it happily received. I might be willing to buy that if they didn't say that they looked into why Succession Wizard was so powerful, and that's why they nerfed the 200. I agree. Succession Wizard has been too powerful for way too long. I'm just saying, like, maybe it's just because of the timeline issues. They just have things that they want to do address I'm with all their... I'm saying they had the time, Nayashi. They literally said that they think that the 200% is why Succession Wizard was powerful in that nerf. Like, they were like, we think the 200% Meteor is a little too powerful, and so we're going to nerf it. 
Yeah. Like that was the result they, of their looking into Succession but like, Wizard. But like they had any, the time. They but, didn't but like do any it. gaming company though, whenever they do an adjustment, they then reevaluate the status. So it takes some time to gather data to see what the status of the class the is. The other yes, thing is too is six, six months ago everyone said they would never nerf PA. That PA is a staple in the game and they built and designed the game around PA and then they went and nerfed PA. Yeah, it only it only took them four years to do it. It take yeah, it took they, way they too long. Agreed. And <laughs> I don't know what the like to be honest like even more than just suck wizard changes like they're not changing anything. There's just not changes at all. That's my biggest problem. Although yeah. suck suck wizard needs to be addressed but like there's so many classes I don't know. The PvE thing is just actually tilting me too because you need to PvE to be able to make money and there's like five classes that are literally that are so just inefficient. Yeah. No, not the top tier. It's like the five at the bottom are so inefficient. That you're just like, you're literally wasting hours upon hours every week compared to your friends in how much extra time you have to grind on those classes. Yeah, that's true. But that's true. I, yeah, is, is they that... need to address something with balance. I, I don't think that they're not ever going to do anything, but it's taking way too long and it's becoming a problem. I, I think... All right, so with, with PA now officially... 100% control of our servers and whatnot. I think it's fair to give them a little bit of time, even though it has been a long time and I've been one that's been waiting for fucking class balance, just like a lot of other classes. Um, I think it's fair to give them an opportunity here to wrap up the things that they've been trying to do first, like the PVE content, like they just did. They got the new skills coming out. I'm hoping, um, probably misplaced, but hoping that they will be taking a serious look at the PvP-related issues shortly thereafter. That this is why I'm also concerned with the new, the, how quickly they're releasing new classes. Like in this recent period, with Sage coming out, that means that tells me that they've had their development team focusing on new class rather than the PvP content. So I mean. All right, so how, how long are you going to give them before it's, like, outrageous that they're not making changes? What month? Well, it's already March, so if if we don't see or hear anything by, like, basically June, I think it's fair to say that we're being overlooked here on our issue, um, on our concerns. Yeah, I'm, like, go I'm going. They, they have I'm a lot that April. they're going to tackle. They're, they have a lot they got to tackle. Like they want to address the the desync issues and whatnot with the servers. They want to address a number of things in the game. They are addressing a lot of concerns from the PVE related content as far as like more content being concerned. But yes, you're right. There are still a lot of classes out there that are just getting fucked over right now. Um, I'm going Sunday, Sunday, April 18th. If we haven't heard anything, that's my birthday. <laughs> that's that's my birthday. 18th. If we haven't heard anything by my birthday, I'm going to well, be pissed. What would be a valid birthday response so that, so the intern knows what to pass along? What do you mean? Well, what's a valid response from PA that would, you know, make you happy on your birthday? Balance changes that are meaningful before my birthday, not on what? my birthday. I don't want them on my birthday. I need them before my birthday. You don't want birthday. them on your birthday? But what if you like wake up and that's like what you read? Wouldn't that like really set your day? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, maybe maybe if there's some balance changes in my Easter basket. <laughs> balance changes in your Easter basket. You open up an egg. Wizard's <gasps> getting nerfed. 
He opened up another one. Oh my god, Kuno PVE buffed. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's getting it's like while I don't I don't share the exact same uh rage as Reslar, like in the exact same direction, but I am kind of tilted that they're not doing balance changes in any meaningful capacity for so long now. Yeah. Like, and some of them, the thing is that's so frustrating about it is some of them are so obvious. Like, it, it's different if it's like, if you listen to a ninja and a kuno complain to each about, other about their 1v1 about against each other. No, about their, yeah. like, 1v1 against each other. It's like, okay. Like, a lot of people feel this way, a lot of people feel this way, and it's like, there's a lot of clashing ideas on which one is better in 1v1. So how do we balance this? Like, that, I understand. That's very difficult and complex, and there's a ton of nuance. But like some of these balance issues of like the classes that are on the weekend and the classes that are way too strong are so blatantly obvious that it's yeah. like, why is nothing being done about it for this long? Yeah. It's actually insane to me. I agree. It's like they literally just completely gave up is more the feeling I'm getting. It's not like, I, I don't think there's any, like, I don't know. I, I don't believe that they want wizard to be stronger or they want this or they want that like it just at this point it's starting to feel like they literally just gave up and they're not going to make balance changes anymore and it's it's frustrating it's frustrating for a lot of people that don't want to play wizard and witch in node war but they still want to be with their friends in a guild that's strong that node wars and sieges but they don't want to have to play wizard or witch yeah they're just they're, asked, they're basically like inting their guild by playing a class that's not meta right now I asked someone recently, I was like, uh, someone, a friend of mine went to a siege guild and I was like, oh, are they going to make you play wizard? And they were like, yeah, well, that's we, a common they were like, well, we, we also have the choice of playing ranger. And I'm like, dude, that's such bullshit. <laughs> that's yep. so fucking lame that that's even a thing. Yep. It I, is. It's just that's, like, oh, that's another reason why I don't even bother node war and sieging because they don't want classes like, like mine. Dude, it's I, like, I I'm, not, I'm not willing to go and fucking play a class that I really dislike. I like, there's so much dislike that I have for classes like Suck Wizard and whatnot. Like, I, I don't want to be a part of that. I have no desire to be a part of that. All right. Anyway, this new class is coming out the 24th. I wanted to make <laughs> a point about the seasonal thing. Yeah. Season ends on the 31st, I believe. I think that's what Senny told me. I asked him. Um. Shit, I, I never even finished my season. I, so I really wonder if that means that the Awakening is going to release with the start of the seasonal server. Or maybe Probably. maybe this is just not going to be with seasons at all. It'll be the first class not with seasons in a while. I think they I think they are trying like based on what you just said, I think they actually are trying to target a new season for each release. Yeah. To keep seasons fresh and exciting for players to want to dive in and continue doing seasons. That kind of seems like what they're doing. They want to have a new class released at the at the beginning of every season. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I'm just like... I don't know. It just feels like too quick, maybe, in my opinion. But that's just me. Um, so I'm saying like the, that the pre-creation is coming a week before season, but the thing is, is no season has ever ended and the next season started on the same day. There's always like a period of time between the seasons. 
Yeah. And this class says coming March 24th. Even if that just means pre-creation is March 24th, that still wouldn't line up with that unless they decide this season ends March 31st and season two begins also on March 31st or the next season begins on the same day. But that would be super... I don't think they've they've never done that. Not even close. There's usually some time. So I don't know. Um, Yeah. Uh, that all, all all that ranting haven't been said. I'm 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 excited for the new class. <laughs> <laughs> well, all that negative. It's my new main. It's everything uh, I want in the class. I I think it's fair to say, at least for for me, don't get my rant wrong, viewers. That I'm actually really excited for the current state of the game, um, as far as like the PVE content, the, all the big changes they've been doing recently. PA taking over so far has been a, a really positive thing. Um. But yes, there are issues that need to be addressed. It's like now there's kind of like no excuses. I I, I think that's fair to say, uh, Reslar and Frosty. Like you have direct line of communication with us now. There's no middleman. Like this needs to be addressed. There's those, no those PvP there's no issues more, need to be addressed. There's no more scapegoat. There's the, no more. Oh yeah. well, the communication between yeah. Cacao and Pearl Abyss. You know how things are. Like there's there's many things on the list of topics that need to be addressed. But like what Frosty was saying, like the the classes that are really getting screwed in PVE grinding potential is not fair for them. The classes that are struggling versus the meta classes, such as um, the meta classes being Suck Wizard. Um, which um, Guardian and uh, a couple others uh, like Valkyrie, Valkyrie, um, those like the classes that don't match up to them in like large scale is it's ridiculous at this point. So that's that's all. I just want to clarify that that state of the game is definitely doing good. I just don't want any viewers to kind of get the wrong idea from our rant. Yeah. Uh, that was like a depressing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're supposed to be excited about the new class, Prolobus. Let us be excited about the new class by also making our classes not feel like they suck. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's just kind of like there's always this shadow overhead. Yeah, right? it's like Hadoom servers come out and it's like, dude, this is really cool, and like it's in, it's it's uh like starting so much like PvP. So like I'm having so many GVGs, you, right? You, you just get reminded that oh yeah, suck wizard still. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, hell yeah, dude. There's like another GVG at fucking Castle Ruins, and then you go, and then it's ten suck wizards, and you're like, mm. it's like this shadow that just fucking is just always above literally everything. Yeah. It's like even with the new node war changes that like are coming. Like I'm really excited to see how the new node war changes like shake things up and how everything turns out and stuff like that but there's just this fucking shadow overhead where i'm like how much is it really gonna like change things in all honesty in terms of like the quality of node wars yep still have to run my face through 25 suck whiz casting range yeah. abilities on me so i don't know it's just like i am excited for all the new things but i am also annoyed that the old things that we've been talking about for months, if not years at this point, have uh, still seemingly not really been addressed, is all it is. Yeah. 
I guess, I mean, you know, they could, someone had mentioned this before, but they could just give everyone a, a third tag that just gives them a tagged wizard. <laughs> a wizard? For free, yeah. Like a, like an auto wizard. Dude, my, uh, my name change went through the last maintenance. As soon as I get enough money, I'm going to be tagging my suck wizard and start bringing nerf suck whiz to every Warren GVG I go to. You know, that was one thing. Um, there's and then the, when people uh, complain about it, when people message me and call me a Flare of the Month re-roller and that that class needs to get nerfed, I'm going to be, I'm going to say you're goddamn right. Yeah. That that was uh, one thing, like, um, I was thinking as an idea. I'm still trying to get other content creators involved with maybe potentially doing this. But, you know, like, for us streamers, um, even YouTube content creators, like, Maybe uh, putting some titles on our streams and whatnot that's saying forced to play this class because it's not being addressed, you know, something to just like bring attention to it. Because like if if a lot of content creators are like doing that, that's going to look really bad for PA and they're just going to they're going to want to do something about it to make that go away. So the only way to do it is to address it. Kind of like force their hand in a way, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's move on from this jury topic and let's talk about something more exciting, right? Let's talk about some changes that are coming. Uh, so the next thing to talk about is the second half of the Awakening skills have come out on Global Labs. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you were not, in, if your class was not included in the first bunch of skills, then you should now have it, right? It's everything now. Every class was included in this one, yeah. Wait, yeah. What? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, sorry. The balance changes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you checked out the Warrior one, Res? Here's the, uh, yeah, here's I have. It's right. interesting. All right, you talk about the Warrior one real quick while I buy. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, so, he I haven't played Warrior in a long time, so I really don't know how useful it's going to be. I would have to defer to the experts on that matter. But, uh... It seems like it would be pretty good. It's a float. It's like a little dash float, basically. Uh, unprotected, but pretty quick. And you already know that uh, at 144 frames per second plus, that animation's going to get cut down in half and down to a quarter whenever they e-buff. So it's going to be fast as fuck. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure Nayashi's not looking forward to them having another uh, catch. But... Uh, I don't Honestly, know. their catches aren't really the issue. It's their grab. Yeah. Well, that's what so. I mean is that, like, this is another way for them to try and get you whenever you manage to dodge their grab, which is, it's like, already right? difficult. It is unprotected, yeah. but yeah, So, to me, it just it, that actually screams an opportunity. In this is going to be... Th I'm telling you, this is going to be another solar flare, but instead of a stiffness, this is going to be a float. I This thing is going to go so fast whenever warriors have five attack cast speed. And they have fucking 144 frames per second. God well, help you. What's the distance traveled on it? Is it pretty far? Uh, yeah. Is it, is a, it actually a, like Solar Flare? It's about it's, Solar Flare without the head chase, maybe. I would say it's around the same distance as a head chase. Like, whenever you head chase into Solar Flare, you basically go double distance. This is basically just a head okay. chase, I would say. Well, that's not too bad. So yeah, you're, in terms you're of saying... Movement, It'll actually be used as an engage, res. You think? No, I think this is going to be one of their catches that they just try and nab people with really quickly. Um, right. whenever their grab is is on cooldown. 
Um, but like I said, I, I haven't played Warrior in a really long time, so I'd have to defer to the experts on this one. But I think... I imagine that this animation is going to get cut down a lot when you're playing in RuneScape mode, 144 frames per second or more, and then God help you if they have their e-buff up. Yeah. This is going to be a really, really fast ability. So... Let's see that. I wonder how the damage is like once it comes to live server. I'm curious how the damage actually will be on a refloat with the air attack damage because it's not like super yeah. hard hitting skill 1100% times four, but you never know with air attack. Sometimes these little skills actually hit pretty hard. Yeah, you well, we just don't know the PvP damage reduction. That's the problem. Yep. Um, I, I think since it's unprotected, it might be a skill that I can actually use us an opportunity to CC him for once. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> bless you. Sorry. I'm not not upset about them getting ability. That would be unfair. That's just... <laughs> I think this ability is fine. I think this one's, like, a pretty mediocre... I don't know. It's Yeah, it, I'm not really too worried about this particular ability is all I'm getting at. To um, me, it just depends on how fast it's going to be once yeah. it actually comes into the Warriors. Once it gets into, like, a Sphero or a McCann's or, you know, whoever's hands that is, like, really optimizing their play, right? Like, because this could yeah. be... I feel like this could be scary if that animation gets cut down if it's put into the right hands. Um, but it's definitely not busted. So I'm going to go down the whole list since there was also basically every single class that got released last week also got a change. So I'm just going to read those off as well. Because the ranger, um, the ranger is like a frontal guard AOE ability and they changed it in this patch. So you can now use it after breezy blade, flow rushing wind or waltz, um, which is kind of nice. Adding a few more options. Uh, the how, do, how do rangers typically feel about that ability? They'll, I mean, it, it depends who you talk to, but I don't know. Some people, I feel like people undervalue how good frontal guard is, especially for trading. Yeah. But I think when, in the right hands on good players after they're used to it, it's going to be a really strong ability. It hits very hard. It has a big AOE and it's it's relatively fast when used as like a flow. Um... Sork got some it's kind changes. of interesting how they're they're doing that to a lot of the class's skills. They're adding that like functionality where it's like it's a skill that you want to use after other skills. Like not every class, but a lot of them, if not most of them, are getting that kind of functionality. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get into this. I, I do have a I'm gonna try to be positive about the Kuno one, but I'm gonna be sad about it at the same time. Alright, Sork <laughs> Sork um Sork got a couple changes to theirs. They can now use it from pre-awakening. They can now link it together with shadow eruption, and they can also cancel the ability in two portions, either after the first um, hits before the second hit begins, or at the end of the second hit. Um, they have a couple options to not be stuck in it. The down smash has not been changed. It's still 100%, no matter what CC you use. Uh, Berserker flow ground cry has been changed slightly as well. So now you can um, it can be linked. After using blasting, which um, skill the second hit of blasting has also been changed to link while using devastation. So you can use it right after devastation. And um, it now can be linked to flow split shot. And then when, and then they changed the random thing too. That was from when landing from a high place to a low place using predatory hunt, um, the bug that prevents continuous activation has been corrected. Congratulations. Uh, maybe you can. Uh, 
hop oh, around yeah, that dude. tiny slope in battle arena without getting cc cc yourself yeah <laughs> bug number bug number 4326 has been fixed let's go Woohoo! um knocking them down <laughs> the tamer one changed so you can now use leaves dropping or flow gust at the end of the ability so they can cancel it a little bit faster i still think it's not fast enough it needs to be cancelable slightly sooner i was testing this they describe this ability as a quick catch to use after something like moonlight and it still cancels too slow for that to be realistic so that needs to change and then you can go into all around spinner i do actually like this skill as a combo ability though i think it's actually super good filler uh musa so musa got a new skill musa's this, this is this this gold lab patch was actually for musa specifically yeah this or... this was a <laughs> this is a big day for musa's dude oh my god the day of the day of reckoning has come um would be classes so this is the way they describe it awakening musa focus on options after crust crusher the added the skill i don't know the name it says choksa or choksa Skill can be used in quick connection after Crust Crusher. You can uh, use Flow Foul Play to deal higher damage after Crust Crusher and use the, the reticle skill when used respond opponent's attack. In addition, by allowing it to be activated when using Fiery Angel, it is possible to cause an abnormal condition according to the situation to, uh, or to attack the opponent as a defense decision. I, the wording is so poor. But it has a, flu, a few flows. You can use LMB after um, Backflow or Forward Chase to instant cast it. Um, you can also use RMB after Crust Crusher or Fiery Angel, and you can hot bar the ability. Um, so the ability is two hits, 1376 times three, two hits, 50% crit, has super armor, down attack, damage reducing PvP. It's a seven second cooldown, and it also gives Musa's 9% accuracy buff upon using the skill for 10 seconds. So the one yep, thing. No hit required. The one thing that Musas have been complaining about and asking for forever is some accuracy. And they now got a fat accuracy buff with this. And 9%, like Nayashi, 9% is huge. Like this isn't yeah. 3%, this isn't 4% or 5 9% is so much accuracy. That's 9 extra hit rate essentially, right? I think that's how those end up working. Yeah. Also, um, the skill has a few ways to cast it faster or to just use one of the two hits, which is actually really nice. Um, yeah, just like the Mayo's one. Yeah, and so it, just upon looking at the skill, I already saw a lot of Mooses complaining that they'll never use the skill except for buffing because it does no damage and it's too slow. Well, I tested... they literally will have no no reason to complain then if they never use it. Yeah, I, I tested this skill with an, another Moose in BA and it 100% is a hard-hitting skill and it's fully protected. And there's a bunch of ways to use it like quickly. So you don't have to do the long animation. Although the long animation really isn't that bad because it's still both the hits hit pretty hard. And it's super armor. And like, it's super armor. What what and most what, what, and most what the fuck is the problem with it? You know, like I don't understand. And most importantly, it's literally the thing that they've been asking for for twenty years. <laughs> well, this is it's, the thing. They won't they won't the use it. They won't use it because now they for. won't have the uh they won't have that uh, narrative anymore, you know? It's it's gone. It's <laughs> well I think the thing that they have to realize, or that Mooses need to realize, or any any class, because Striker, I'm going to get to them in a second, because um, they have a buff like this too now. That 9% accuracy is buffing your entire combo. Like, every single skill throughout your combo is going to be buffed, as long as you have this buff up. And it's relatively easy to maintain this buff, since the cooldown yeah. is 3 seconds shorter than the actual duration of the buff. So you can actually pop this, 
and potentially catch someone and still use the ability in a combo as well. So it's really, really nice. And super armor. So and super armor. So it's not like you can get caught while buffing. Yeah. Uh, Maywa. Flow Frostflower skills changed as follows. It has been changed so that it can be activated even if it is not after a certain ability. It has been changed... Uh, it has been improved to smoothly link after Sticky Snowflake. After one hit, it has been improved so that it can be smoothly linked with forward chase and sleet steps. A down smash effect has been added um, to the additional hit. And it has been improved so that it can be slowly connected with Flow Moonlight Dash. Now, Ashley, how's this? these Maywa changes feel? Uh, Pretty great for that skill, honestly. Like, after getting the Global Labs, testing it out, transitions between skills so much more smoothly you have no need for the hotbar anymore because you can just freely use the skill if you're in awakening it's uh se um so it's it's really nice very very nice uh changes to the skill for sure the down smash is nice but it's only on the second hit so if you you can easily cancel the skill into only doing the first hit and probably recommended in a lot of combos to do that but um, so be mindful if you're trying to utilize the down smash, you have to do the second hit. Naturally, down smashes on Mewa isn't as reliable. Definitely possible to pull off, but um, you know, really low chance to actually make use of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, overall, the skill still hits hard. They haven't nerfed the damage yet, so that's that's a good sign. Um, Thirty percent accuracy skill. It's transitioning between other skills much more freely. Um, the one where it says that it's made it so that it's smoother transition or able to be canceled after Moonlight Dash, that's still, like, slow. It, honestly, it doesn't feel like there's any sort of change to that at all. So that one I'm a little confused about. But beyond that, everything else is great. I was in call with Nayashi. I, I was in call with Nayashi while he was using this ability, testing it out, and he said that this actually makes him want to try making, Awakening Maywa when it comes to live. He might yeah. actually save an awakening preset on his little bar. I I, I already do have no no one believes presets you. on my bar. No one believes you. No, I just don't have a pen, Danny. That's the only reason why I haven't been playing uh, awakening at all. So, would you be like, willing to trade the thirty percent accuracy? I'm back. Um, Sorry about that. No, Welcome back. We're gonna have to I, use the vod for this one. <laughs> yeah, I I was answering your question. I, I assumed you meant the thirty percent accuracy for protections. Right. Yeah, yeah. Would would you trade off the thirty percent accuracy for super armor? Yeah, I I was basically answering that, saying probably not. Um, I think because if we took off the accuracy, the skill would essentially do no damage. In all honesty, because I doubt they'd give us even a small amount if we got the protections. So right. I think I think awakening could probably get away without it being protected. Um, because you could do some really quick chip damage with it if someone's already low and you catch them on the outskirts. You could probably like do a quick CC, do the ability, and then dip out because Chase and Sleet Step now connect with it really well. So if someone tries to peel you off while you're using that skill, you could probably get out of it. Unless they're like obviously the right when you do it. So there's that. You just don't you just it's just a skill you don't use when there's a bunch of AoE thrown around, you know? And it's it's a combo it's more of a combo oriented skill. It's not really necessarily meant to like throw it out and just do some damage to somebody. Alright, on to Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyrie got a new awakening skill. Valkyrie's awakening skill is 
Uh, they say it's a skill that can continue to damage damage. Retribution or Divine Smash. Also, this skill can be linked more quickly after the Sting-like skill. Um, so this one I didn't get a chance to test myself. I just asked a couple Valks their opinion on the ability, and they said that the damage is actually very good um, if you let all three hits cast. That it, it feels relatively fast, considering what it is. And having the forward guard like just chip damage is kind of nice, and it flows really well in some combos. Um, I haven't heard any of the Valks actually complain about it yet but you know you never know you never know there's always one this animation looks I mean, really cool to me mina too. mina was, it looks uh, kind of like all their other fucking sphere abilities uh, or like uh, lance abilities <laughs> mina was archiving complaints from mooses in the discord i don't know if you guys saw that or yeah. not but it was pretty wait. funny wait what did he say no the eu mina she was oh. she was taking uh screenshots of uh, Moose is complaining and posting them in the Discord, which is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, they do that. They Just, do that. It's their thing, you know? Like, they don't know what to do if a good thing actually happens, you know? So <laughs> they just they revert to their instincts. <laughs> um, so many Mooses are going to comment, like, oh, Nasty's a blader traitor. <laughs> <laughs> a blader trader. I like the blader trader. A blader trader. Yeah, the Valkyrie one. I wish I had more information on the Valkyrie one. Um, I think protected damage is kind of cool to help them in Node War and, and Siege and stuff. I, but I uh, I don't know if it like fixes what they feel their problems are. Um, but I do think it's a it's a pretty decent skill. It's usable. All right, Kunoichi one. Um, the Kunoichi one, it says, Kunoichi's added raining moonlight skill uh, by pointing the direction in a shape that can cause great damage to a wide range of other than, and there's a word I don't know, a skill that can be used as a main force in awakening state has been added, allowing sufficient damage to be inflicted even when linking skills. So this last sentence is crazy. The allowing sufficient damage to be inflicted when linking skills. So this skill doesn't do any damage in PvP or PvE when I was testing. And it's very slow, and it has no cancels or flows. It doesn't flow into or out of anything. It's just a pure standalone ability with a really slow animation that doesn't do a lot of damage. But I do think that the skill looks really cool, and it does have a big AoE, and it is super armor. So that's cool. And I do think because looking at all these other classes like Meiwa... Tamer, Zerker, Sork, Ranger, every class got changes the following week, so I suspect that Kuna will get, get some some skills to flow yeah. into and out of it. Because right now, like the biggest problem with it is it's just it's so ridiculously slow. It doesn't give you a buff, it doesn't give you anything. It's like so slow that like you really don't need to use it. And Kuno has a lot of super armor in Awakening. So super armor is not really an issue. Yeah, in class. You guys actually you actually do have a pretty decent rotation of super armors. Yeah, Kuno can stay in super armor for a very long time, so this skill doesn't really benefit them in any way. It just, I think, uh, if as long as the damage numbers are kind of looked at a little bit for PvP and the skill gets sped up by some stuff, it, it'll be alright. The AoE is nice. The animation looks really cool. It's like a it's like a mash of, it starts off with like the delighted blast animation and then it goes into block jump and then Dance Macabre in the way like the disc kind of moves forward and then Spin Spree for the last hit. It's like all four skills combined. 
But yeah, right now it's really slow. And I, I don't know. I'm kind of, th that's what I was going to say, Rez, when I was like, well, I do have one thing sad to say. I, I was looking through, and maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm trying to think of any of these. It, the WizWitch ones might be the only other ones. But excluding WizWitch, because those ones are obviously like standalone abilities. Um, Kuno is the only class out of everything except for WizWitch that doesn't have a single ability that flows into or out of the new skill. Which I find very strange. Yeah, that is very weird. Considering all the other classes got transitions. like. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with it when it's done. Um, I do like the animation, it's, though. It's definitely a likelihood cool. that um, it's just not done with its um, development yet. That's all. Yeah. Uh, Alright, on to Ninja. Ninja Ninja has added a new skill called Bound of Flash, skill to inflict damage to unfinished opponents with powerful skills. Lead Dragon Lantern skill is powerful, but the rest of the skills were insufficient to fill the damage amount of Lead Dragon Lantern if you could not hit the opponent. To compensate for this part, the border touched by the Flash is enabled to inflict powerful damage over a wide range. This description doesn't make sense for what this skill actually is, but the skill is like you can actually use it as a, as a stiffen. It's pretty fast. And then it disengages into an iframe after, and then you can cancel out of the end of the iframe into ghost step. There's a little bit of an opening before you can use ghost step. So if you are being hit by something after the disengage, you can be CC'd between the disengage and your ghost step. But this skill I found doesn't do really much damage at all. So I don't know why it says it's used to inflict powerful damage over a wide range. It feels like it does zero damage. Um, I do think good ninjas are going to use it for style points and there will be some instances where you can use it as a disengage if you time it properly after like a combo, but, um, I don't think this skill is going to be super impactful in the kit. This skill and this skill and the, um, the warrior one to me feel like because the kits are so strong. I mean, obviously like whiz, Witch kind of negates it in large scale, but just individually, the kits are so strong, it feels like they didn't know what to give them that wasn't going to be too strong, so they just gave them, like, style point skills. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, like, originally, like, the Maywell one I was looking at as just, like, a style point style skill. Like, kind of, like, you know, interesting to use and change it up, but not really, like, super important to use. And in probably most cases, people opt for doing like sticky snowflake VSR over it. But yeah, it's definitely something that, like, I could see that for other classes too. Like, those just being style skills. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Which new awakening skill that can be acquired level fifty nine? Do, 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 do. All right. So this one is literally just two lightning bolts from far away. Um. Ten eighty nine times five. Two Range hits. damage. Yay. Fifty percent crit. Rate, accuracy 20%, forward guard, air attack, down attack. This skill, even though, yeah, range damage, I actually don't mind this one that much because if this means a, a witch is going to play Awakening instead of suck, I'd much rather that. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this range damage, to be honest. Uh, I tried to test this damage in PvP. It's bugged on Global Labs, and the actual skill does not interact with people. So if I got hit by the skill... That's an interesting bug to have. Yeah, it was very weird. So like the lightning bolt would hit me like twice. It didn't even make my character flinch, move, take damage or anything. It was like I wasn't there. 
Interesting. Huh. Yeah, so I didn't get to test the PvP damage, unfortunately, but I imagine it probably hits like pretty alright. And it flows relatively quickly after um uh voltaic pulse. I just need to see if it like uh it has air attack on it, and I'm curious if one of the hits, like Cindy was bringing this up too, if you can use it quickly after detonated flow, there's a chance you get an air attack on the first hit. Interesting. Which would make it pretty nice. kind of bursty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that skill. It it's pretty like bare bones, like generic, just range two hit skill. There's no CC. Has forward guard. Um, it doesn't seem like a nuke. It's more. It seems more like chip damage to me, but. Yeah. I guess we'll wait and see. And what's the cooldown on it? Nine seconds? Seven seconds. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty safe node war ability. Also, one thing I do like about it, it does not have a slow <laughs> on it. Yeah. So if they're using this instead of lightning from pre-awakening, I can live with Everyone's it. Everyone's benefiting. <laughs> and, before, and before it's a tier three skill and they just put slows on it with add-ons. That's true, but even 7%, I'll take that over fucking 30 or 40. All right, wizard, new awakening skill. This one is interesting to me because um, they they mention the um, hellfire ability that they get a lot of complaints about hellfire that you have to move before doing the damage. So they literally copied hellfire and just made it a stationary ability where all the hits hit in one place. Um, yeah. It's super armor instead of forward guard and it has no CC, does have down attack, applies a burn, has good accuracy, 100% crit, 7 second cooldown. Um, your thoughts on this one, Rez, being a resident ex-wizard player? Uh, I don't know. It's another thing to add to the super armor rotation, but the thing is, is that, like, I don't know, You're unless you're, like, really geared, you're probably just diving in and dying instantly as an awakened wizard. I mean, even with PA, you just have to be so hella geared to not just get instantly bursted while you're doing your SA rotation. Um, Do you think this helps single target combo at all? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I Listen, I'm just kind of disappointed that it's another super armor skill. I was really kind of hoping that it was going to be like a frontal, honestly. But, um, yeah, I don't know. More super armor, I guess. Sure, fine. I don't know. Super armor just just doesn't feel good right now. <laughs> At least not in large scale. Like, in 1v1, sure. Uh, but in large scale, super armor is just like, you're just kind of getting slowed and then dying. So, I don't know. And this doesn't solve the overall issue with Awakened Wizard, which is why are you playing Awakened Wizard when Succession exists? So, I don't know. It's nice. It's another thing to add to the rotation. Um, I, don't, I haven't seen the damage or heard about the damage on it yet, so I don't know if it's like high damage, low damage, etc. The cooldown's pretty low, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't... I don't know if this is going to convert any suck wizards to go back to Awakening, but for the people that are the homies out there that are still playing Awakening for some reason, um, I'm sure they'll appreciate this and be able to use it in a in a in a good way. Yep. Um, the Dark Knight skill got changed a little bit. They can now use it after. Um, no, no, you can use Trap of a Deer quickly after using the ability. You can now use the ability um, after Spirit Hunt or Trap of a Deer as well. And then they change, they fixed the bug where there's a stun applied to the last hit if you did the forward movement. 
Uh, so that's pretty all right. All right, here we go. This one is the the one that uh, is most baffling to me of all of the skill changes this entire Global Lab week. Uh, Striker. So, um, <laughs> it has been improved so that it can be activated even after the state of power armor. I'm not sure what that is referring to. It can be activated after the massive suppression flow mass destruction skill. So you can use after mass destruction. It now links um, after Hellbreak and Echo Spirit. It now has a 10% down attack damage buff for 10 seconds upon using the ability. And it has a defense decision change from front guard to super armor. And they fixed a bug where uh, the description of the floating effect was incorrect. So this ability went from frontal guard to super armor, which is... Uh, See, the kind of opposite of what Rezlar was saying. Like for me, I, I pr don't like this for the opposite reasons. The frontal guard, if they're actually using this for frontal guard, gives them an opening for a lot of classes to actually catch them. And now that it's going to be super armor, I don't know how. <laughs> now they just right. have more super armor to stay completely protected. Um, but the down attack damage for 10 seconds is the thing that is baffling to me because striker damage is like the absolute last thing they are complaining about is their damage, and somehow they got a damage buff for basically their entire combo. Yeah, for Striker, it's it's kind of the opposite, right? The more SA that they get to just kind of rotate and linger and all that stuff, the better for them in 1v1s, at least. So that's a really... Uh, that's kind of crazy, actually. I feel like this like, down attack was... That's definitely changes that skill to be one of the most broken of the, the new Awakening skills. Yeah, this one is, um, this one, this feels like it was supposed to be on Mystic. And they accidentally put it on Striker. <laughs> like this change would make perfect sense on Mystic. You'd be like, oh shit. They recognize that Mystics are complaining about their down attack damage and like that their combo damage really isn't that high or they have to do like extremely long combos where Striker like literally can stun you and then grab you and just like three skill you no matter their <laughs> gear. Oh my god, I cannot believe they got this. It's insane. Um, so yeah, the striker one just became insane. Their down attack damage boosted by 10%. It's kind of nice. Kind of busted. Uh, power armor refers to gauntlet so they can cast it from pre-awakening too. Okay, there you go. So they can use it in pre-awakening as well. And it's also a, it's a buff you get on use, not on hit. So it lasts for 10 seconds. Cooldown of this guy, I believe, is like 6 seconds. or It's, it's pretty low as well. Can uh, you linger it at all? It Probably. doesn't have a linger. It does not have a linger. Oh, no. it doesn't? No, okay. it doesn't have a linger. That'll be next patch. That'll be next <laughs> patch. Uh, the Mystic one now flows after Mass Destruction. That's the only real change to that one. The Lawn one got a couple of interesting changes. Um, they made it so you can link it while using Deadly Dance. You can use it right after pretty quick. They changed it so you can use the two hit after certain abilities. Um, you can now link after using Tailspin, Flow Vice, Bleeding Hearts, Mangler, Bridal Despair. Um, and after using the skills have been improved to link uh, smoothly to Bleeding Hearts and Deadly Dance. And then the first hit crit chance changed from 25% to, to 100%. So like these lawn changes is why I feel confident that the Kuna one's probably going to get changed next week too. Just because, uh, you know, I don't know. They're changing a lot of the, the ones that seemed either like not that interesting or not that crazy. Um, well, except for this. Well, the striker one wasn't that interesting last week. It was just like kind of filler quick damage. Now it's like a mainstay. Now it's a staple of their combo. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so that's the lawn one. And then the archer one is is fascinating. And I, a surprise to me. I honestly thought they were probably just going to do some generic mid-tier damage ability. But instead, they gave them a... It's an 8-second cooldown ability that moves you forward. Your character turns his... Uh, his face backwards and shoots backwards. Um, but it's an iframe moving forward and the super armor on the end of the animation. And it does like linger for a good 0.3 seconds, 0.4 seconds at the end of the ability. So an iframe movement with no collision that becomes super armor at the end, I guess, I guess you could compare it kind of like ghost up, but further distance. Um, and it does just a tiny bit of damage has some crit, um, and recovers MP on good hits. Your thoughts on this one, Rez, coming from uh, being an archer player yourself? I'm happy with it, honestly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I said this last week that I was hoping that they would get like some more movement uh, or and or another iframe to like better deal with <laughs> kiting. Both those? Yeah, and to better deal with kiting people because like the one thing that I noticed whenever I was playing archer that they struggled with like absolutely the most is like whenever you're fighting like a guardian dude it is just so impossible because you just have to try to break their block essentially so and just run away from all of their slows it's it's just really annoying fight and so things like that would uh help uh in those regards and so i'm pretty imagine, happy with it uh again how it feels being a class that can't break their card <laughs> again i am a uh not an expert even when I played Archer regularly, I always said that I'm not an expert. And uh, if you want a good Archer's opinion that still plays Archer currently, as far as I'm aware, uh, go talk to uh, uh, Morse, because he will give you the actual opinion that matters. <laughs> General death. General I death. I haven't heard from Morse about this, but I heard from other people that said they talked to Morse and that Morse is excited about this ability. I yeah, was, I was, I'm surprised by that response. I figured he'd probably be upset because it's not a melee in your face ability. No, it is. <laughs> it is. It's like a melee iframe. It like lets him but, stay melee safe. Like, and I'm assuming that you could turn it because it kind of is broken up into two halves. And I'm assuming you could probably like turn it. Mouse move, like, turn throughout it the skill. No, probably yeah. just with your camera. Honestly, probably don't even have to mouse move. I'll have to hit him up. See how but I'm pretty do. um. Like, I don't think it's enough to make me go try Archer again, uh, but I don't know. It's pretty... I like it, honestly. This skill's all Mewa really wanted. Iframe movement ability that ends in SA. Yeah. Oh, Mewa's would have been so excited. Yeah, we would have been pretty much fucking static on, on that front. Sure. <laughs> just, just... They would have been fucking... Uh, shy. Um, oh. I got a response from Liger on the uh, warrior ability, by okay. the way. But what are okay. his thoughts? I heard it was mostly negative responses on the warrior ones. Um, let me see. Where'd it go? Sorry, I'm also messaging Morse. Um, he said he's not too sure how he feels about it. Honestly, it seems a bit clunky. But knowing how warrior is, it could probably find some new cancels in the kit. <laughs> yeah exactly but it doesn't seem protected or look like it does big damage we'll have to see though yeah Liger will come up with something he'll figure it out yeah he said it's good on trial characters <laughs> Morris's response what 
Orzus' response is hilarious. He did the gaming emote where this fucking Pepe walks in with his colored uh, chrome glasses <laughs> with thumbs up. <laughs> Hold on, let me send this shit. That was his response to you asking this him what was his response. on the new ability were? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hell yeah. He's <laughs> like, the new iframe is sweet. Hopefully it actually works because tactical strike sure doesn't. Oh my god. Alright. I mean... No, I rolled my eyes. Alright, shy. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, give... Tell... tell ask Maywaz if they wish they had tactical strike versus nothing. Uh, yeah. Alright, shy. I'm actually not sure what tactical strike is, but yeah. Shy got a skill, which... You know, I'm, kinda... I'm starting to change my opinion on Maywaz, because it, it seems they don't need to learn what any of the other classes do to find success in PvP. It's kind of interesting. I just don't know the names. I know what they look like. I just personally don't actually sit down and learn the names of this the skills. The only ones I like truly know the names of are the ones that are most egregious that I have to deal with all the time. Meteor, for example. You know Meteor. Oh, fantastic. You know Meteor. You're an expert. Shy? I'm an expert now. <laughs> I, I know all the big ones, boys. You're a goddamn expert, dude. Uh, all right. Oh, shit. Let's talk about this shy one. Um, I'm just. Can I just give the T? First of all, don't play shy, people. <laughs> Rough. Don't don't do it. Dude. I just spit my drink all over the place. It's don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they have this ability that for a duration of time, it basically augments their other abilities to um change a little bit. So for example, um do it better, summer rain, time to shine, shout out, blah 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 blah, increases the area of effect. Um and the way the song is delivered changes on Misty Haze, Delusive Light, Super Armor does not apply. The way the song is delivered changes. And then Forest Echoes, Sun's Fury, and Earth's Trample, you can move while playing. So the the most annoying one here is that stiffness that they stand in RBF right in the dead center of the arena. They can now move around with that shit while this Jeez. buff is active. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to hear. That's the More most cancer. annoying one. Some of the heals are, are, are kind of interesting or like the... The ones where they target players. Um, it seems that they can change some of the animations to be ranged. So I don't know. It'll probably make the shies a little bit more useful in Node War and Siege and stuff, and a lot more annoying in RBF. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I think technically they can move with their bubble as well now, so that's good. They can bubble to trap you inside and then just drag you around. It's fantastic. <laughs> drag you around. <laughs> uh, Guardian. Uh, the new fucking, Guardian? Yeah. They're just, you know, fucking kidnappers now. Like, 100% kidnappers. Yeah. Which is funny, considering they're kids. Yeah. True. The tables have turned, I suppose. Alright, so the Guardian one, I spoke to Amritad about this. He says it's fucking insane. It does so much damage, and he cannot believe it. It's nuts. And he's so oh, happy yeah. Just about what it. They didn't and he's need. so happy about it. And then it feels so good in PvP. Is. Of course he and is. And PvE. No. Um realistically, this skill, he was complaining that the damage isn't enough and that it's a little bit too slow in in a combo. And since it's a bound, you have to use it after um either after you're already at the CC limit or um just not at all. Cause you know, you actually baited me into that. I thought. I thought yeah, no, no, he he didn't that. actually like. It. He was he was kind of <laughs> unhappy with it. I think it's one of those ones too that it feels like it's a really simple bare bones skill, and they haven't done a lot to it. So I, I'm sure it's going to get changes next week. Um, but 
I don't know. To me, it looks kind of like it's a searing fang replacement, like their old searing fang. So if they don't want to, or if they have cleansing on cooldown or something, they can use this instead. Maybe the PvP damage isn't enough. I don't know if I trust Amartak because his, his feeling on PvP damage is like he also thinks cleansing and god incinerator do no damage. So, you know, oh, I'm going to take no. it with a grain of salt. Uh, <laughs> but it might need to be changed. It, it might not be enough damage. I think all they wanted, I talked to a few guardians, Amritat and my friend Mocker, and one of the things that they just really wanted was like single target damage for like a combo for 1v1, something reliable. That's like bursting. Why? Quick. Oh, they want a burst. Yeah, just just so. for like just for one, not for like large scale or anything. Just something to like kill a single whatever. Would would it be okay if it was unprotected? Yeah, no, no, the unprotected part's fine. They don't okay. care that this is unprotected. They just hate that it's a little bit slow, not cancelable at the end of it, and uh, even the bound I think would be all right if you can use it if it actually did damage because they could just use it after the second CC. Well, it's gotcha. only unprotected for the actual damage part of it, right? No, it's unprotected for the whole thing. The This skill is a flow. It's not a standalone skill. So in order to cast it, you have to do your dash or cleansing flame. It has, you You can't use the ability separate. You can't hop by it. And there's no keybind. Wow. So that's why you see in this animation, he iframes first because he's actually using his normal iframe and then casting the skill. Uh... Yeah. See, I thought the iframe was a part of it. I was like, I thought it was half iframe. No, that would be busted. I hope they don't do that. Please don't give them a fit. They don't <laughs> need a fifth iframe. Like, yeah, dude, they literally don't need like, any more iframes. I was like, dude, they actually gave our guardian another iframe. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No. Um, Hashishin. Probably yeah? the strongest defense does not need another fucking defensive tool. Um... All right, so Hashishin got, um, it's, it's, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's basically Sand Slicer in Awakening. Um, Ford Q is the keybind, which is kind of strange, a little bit awkward, and I think you can hotbar it as well. But, um, basically it's a scoot forward, uh, does a tiny bit of damage. It's not like too, too much. I think it's okay filler and it's a float. So maybe in a combo, if they resist, um, SRMB you can use this as well as like a backup plan in the middle of your combo. Um, and the only real interesting thing about it is that it doesn't use stamina. It's not protected. It doesn't use stamina. It's a four second cooldown. So it's kind of like Sand Slicer and Awakening, but doesn't use stamina. I don't think Hash has really wanted this. Like I don't, I don't main Awakening Hash, so I can't speak to it as much as some more experienced Hashes, but I think a lot of Hashes were disappointed that they didn't get like a quick bursty Node War ability. Um, but I don't know. I think that my, my stance on this one is that if they ever buff ensnaring sands to actually be a good skill, then this skill fits fine in the kit. But if they never change ensnaring sands, then this skill doesn't really make a lot of sense because they just need like a bursty damage ability. I don't know if that makes sense, but so Which sand slicer for sands? that's their shift LMB one where it's like they slowly oh, okay. cause a bunch of dust and then the snakes come up and hit the ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And for those who don't know how, Sand Slicer is the one where they kind of like dash forward and hit, uh, like go bring their swords apart from their chest outward, like in pre-awakening. It's like a little scoot forward. I don't know. It's a it's an okay skill. I I don't know. It doesn't fill any voids though. Is the weird thing about it. it just feels extra. Uh, Nova. 
Nova's Cruel Ring skill has been added. Uh, so this one is interesting. So they can it's made possible to attack in conjunction with Freezing Ring and Cleave Ring. Um, and if that damage amount is insufficient with previous skill, you can continue to attack. So the, this one is weird because it's actually a very big AoE, a Conal AoE in front of them. Um, it's a bound on good hits. It's not protected. Um, it really doesn't do much damage in PvP. I think it does okay as filler damage in PvE. Um, but their PvE damage was already pretty fine, so it's, I don't know. It also doesn't really fill any voids. Uh, I think most Novas were kind of disappointed with it. E either it needed to be just protected damage, or the CC on it needed to be a stiff, a stun, or a float. Like, something that's actually, like, usable. Like, a bound is just such a rough CC. I don't know. Like yeah, the way bounds are just super unreliable these days. And the, they're just short CCs in general. The way Nova skills work in the combo, like if you did land a bound with this, you're not really going to be able... You have to just re-CC immediately. You don't really have time after this ability to do some damage and then re-CC, so this bound doesn't really fit their kit very well. But I don't know. I guess in like a group fight, if you run up and cast it, you can land, get a bound off some people, but I don't know. Maybe it's just a peel ability. It's kind of what it seems like, but it really doesn't do much damage. It like kind of hits for nothing, which is weird because the numbers like that's the thing with some of these skills. Like this one's ten thirty one times six, and for how quick it is, I'm kind of surprised it does no damage. The the Kuno one like actually blows my mind. It's eleven forty one times seven with thirty percent crit, eleven percent accuracy, and it it does not do any damage. It does about one third the damage that Spin Spree does, but it takes exactly as long as Spin Spree to cast. So it's like just really low DPS. Um, what's the other one that seems like should do more but does nothing? Oh, the Guardian one. The Guardian one too. Like the actual damage numbers on the Guardian one are also insane. Like 1439 times 6 is a lot. And it probably will do a lot in PvE since it has 100% PvE crit. But in PvE, for it, not, for it to not do much damage is kind of weird. Like yeah. another instance of we need the damage in PvP reduction number shown in our tooltips. Yeah. Like really, really badly. Really, really badly. Um, yeah. So, all right. Uh, that's, that's the awakening skills. I do think all the, all the classes that got a new awakening skill this week, you'll probably see some changes next week. Every other class got a bunch of changes. So yeah, expect changes next week. When do oh. you guys think we'll 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 get the new abilities? Um, probably in about two weeks to three weeks. Yeah, my guess would be next week we'll get more changes. the The patch after that KR will get it, and then we'll get it like the week or two after KR. Yeah, I I agree with that timeline. Um, because you know they these ones that just came out this week they need an opportunity to be adjusted too. So, yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, they're not going to release them individually or in the batch that they did. They said they're going to release them all at once. So it only yeah, which thank God stands for that, the right? reason that they'll probably just take a couple weeks to balance them and then or do adjustments to them and then they'll release them to KR. Do you think K? I they, I wouldn't be surprised if they did this like at the same time, honestly. Well, between us and KR. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, like our patches are on at different times, right? So not the exact same time, but well, yeah, you uh, mean the week of. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. same week. I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Um, um, I think we're getting close to where PA might be doing that, but there's still a lot of content differences. Although these are just skills, so that's possible. Usually yeah, that's skill only related stuff does come quicker than the content. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of my thought process, honestly. But I could see that. Who knows? I, I we, could see us. I could see KR and us getting it at the same time. Like I said, it's like two to three weeks is my timeline. I I expect to probably see these. Yeah, it definitely would not surprise me if KR got these and we got them one to two weeks later. <laughs> um, all right. So next up on the list, uh, that's all of the skills. Hopefully, everybody is happy with their classes skills. Probably not. Um. Next up, Hadoon well, if you're servers. Not a, if you're a Musa, probably not. You know, yeah, probably not. Really good skill, you know. Hadoom servers, Elvia's realm, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, it is out on uh NAEU. It came out on Wednesday, and uh, I think generally speaking, the reception has been pretty good. I think most people are enjoying it. Uh, the spots seem pretty good, especially if you are selling all of the mats because they. A bunch of them actually sell for a pretty decent amount of money. Um, and then most importantly, arguably, uh, PvP has been off the fucking charts lately. Um, Castle Ruins is the new trees. There's a GVG <laughs> at Castle Ruins almost every single fucking day. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically. Castle Ruins guys, is nothing but fighting. How are you guys enjoying Hadoom slash Elvia? What are your thoughts? Do you think that they're good? What do you think could be improved? Et cetera, et cetera. Do you want to go first, Rusty? Um, I think they're freaking awesome, honestly. Um, I think that the slightly new mechanics on all of them are fairly interesting. I think that, um, I think that they're kind of fun. I think they're different. I think it takes a load off of like that feeling that you have to be mindless grind you have to be at stars under sacrea like that being gone is actually kind of nice yeah um yeah i think they're really cool they actually changed on global labs this week the transition animation going in and out of a doom server to look more natural so it fades which is kind of nice because it's super jarring we were gvging with your guild reslar at eastern gateway and the amount of times it transitions you from the normal to the regular and it's just instant is like actually gives you a headache after a while yeah it's it really is uh not especially when like you're auto pathing because it's like really bad on the roads mm-hmm. whenever you're like auto pathing to Hydel to just like sell some stuff and then it's like flickering in and out it, it's really awful so Definitely that transition is a uh, a much welcome change. They have um they need to add the shards to the drop table. I don't know why they're not in there. It's actually kind of annoying. Um What do you mean? They don't have the shards in the drop table in game when you go to item information, so the thing the pieces that you need for the rings. It doesn't show at which spots they drop in this table. Why I don't know. It has basically everything else, it does not have the shards. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know why that is. It has the heart of the arid forest for the neck, but it doesn't have the the shard. So it's like that would literally just solve any of the because a lot of people are like, well, you got to read that guide, the document, or the patch notes are kind of like can be complicated. But this just showing it in here would be like, oh, okay, cool, problem solved. But yeah, it doesn't that's show true. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, I I put in the um in the group chat um that 
I think it's from Reddit or something. The uh, guide of where all the items come from, which and what yeah. pieces they're referring to. Like, because uh, some people are like confused on uh, basically what's what they need, what's relevant to them, money wise, um, what's trash to them, and what's uh, actually worth holding on to. Right. So. so here's the thing. I, I'm gonna break this down for everyone. Just a real, real simple how this works, because. There's a lot of items that drop, which is why it's super confusing. If you're going for the necklace, like you're, you're trying to get the HP um, piece for the necklace, the only thing you're thinking about is the heart of the arid forest. That's it. This orange material, you can only get it at Castle Ruins and Orc Camp. You need 100 of those and 100 Trace of Forest, which is just a separate item, not from Hadoom. And you can make the the cup of arid moonlight that gives you 150 HP for your necklace. So that's all you have to worry that's, about for that. That's really not that hard. Yeah, that one is actually the no, drop rate on it is is pretty damn good. So I finished yeah. mine um, yesterday morning or no two days ago I think, and I already have like 40 towards another one. So wow. I grind. You I play it too much. Yeah, I grind a little bit too much. But <laughs> <laughs> the shards are the are the thing that's a little bit more confusing because um so for the HP uh ring buff so the 125 HP it's this yellow or uh, sorry the blue one um 125 HP that you can add to your ring you need a hundred shard of furious knights and a hundred shard of the tearful knight so the furious knight only also drops at castle runes and orc camp. That's this red shard, Shard of Furious Knight. And then the blue one drops at uh, Altar of Imps and Fogan Swamp. So if you're going for the HP, you need both of those. If you're going for crit, you still need the Shard of Furious Knight, which is the one that drops at Elvia Castle and Orc Camp. Um, and for the crit, you also need 100 of Shard of the Draining Knight. So once you have 100 of Drain Knight, 100 Furious Knight, you can make the, the first ring piece. Then you need 100 more and 100 more and you can make the second one. Or if you're going for HP, you need the Tearful Knight 100 or Shard of Furious Knight 100. No matter what, you need the Furious Knight shards. Um, I wish the, sh the Shard of Furious Knight dropped at one more location. I hate that it's only Elvia, Castle Ruins, and Orc Camp, to be honest. Wish it was at one more spot. But yeah, it's pretty simple. Spot, so these are, the, these are the four materials that you need. That's it. Um, all Let's of this other you. stuff, hold on, wait one sec, one sec. All, all of this other stuff, like the Voltara's Flame, Akiara's Tide, Narc's Lightning, Seed of the Void, Oil of Void, Fragment of Creations, Legacy of the Ancient, all of that stuff is for the it's Obsidian for Spectre's Energy. These are for it's Reslar. So if you're not enhancing <laughs> Black Star armors, all of this stuff is vendor trash. Yep, and it sells for pretty good too. And it sells for pretty good. The flames yeah, and the lightnings are like three mil. The seed of the void is ten mil. Like they add it's up. Really good money. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then um, and then the necklace pieces are, um, these tears of the arid river, moonsplit nail, liberated breath, Sylvia, and cold tears of the black sun. These are what you use to make Your the evasion neck the and the accuracy yeah. necklace that you can sell in the marketplace once you make them. So those ones you don't sell. But those ones are easy to tell because they, they cost a lot. They're a different, very different price. Like the, yeah, the tier... Just, the, it's not, the, it's yeah. not easily confused, for sure. Basically, if it, if it only sells for 100k, don't sell it. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. If it only sells for 100k or less, you're not selling it. You're keeping it. If it sells for more, if it's 3 mil or 10 mil, it's, it's for Black Star stuff and you can sell it. So, 
there's that. Um, also, all three items are marketable, so you can buy them on the marketplace. They're going to be the Cup of Arid Moonlight. I don't think it'll be that hard to get. People like Orc Camp Grind, so um, and Castle Ruin, so I think people will be making these and selling them for a while. Um, if you have an order up and you don't ever want to ground those spots, you'll probably eventually get it. Um, they sell for I'm told they sell for 900 mil on KR right now, so there's really. That. Yeah. I don't know how much the other ones sell for. These ones are a lot harder to get. Like, so, for example, I already finished the necklace. And I have 56 Heart of the Arid Force towards my second uh, necklace piece. I still only have 65 shards of the Furious Knight and 73 of the Drain Knight. I haven't even finished one ring yet. Yeah, the ring definitely takes a lot longer. So, Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the necklace one is super common. The ring one is rare, but they are all purchasable from the marketplace. So, you know, there's, there's that, but yeah, they just, I think they just need to add, they honestly just need to add the information in the drop table and it'll be a lot easier to figure out. Really? Um, so, should we talk about each spot real quick? Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to do. You wanna get, do you want to get my reaction? On that? Oh yeah. Yeah. What's your reaction overall? Uh, basically, I'm, I like these spots a lot. I, I think this is a very good change for the game. A lot of players, are their feedback is, wow, I actually have spots that aren't just like the same old, same old that I can go to that are fun. Mind you, huge gear check for sure for a lot of players. But um, also the, the duo and three-man content, a lot of people are really happy about having those options now. Like, I mean, we had a few options, but they were like, Unless unless you had the gear for Toros and whatnot, that was pretty much it for most players. Um, going to do um, the golems would be uh, pretty taxing on a lot of other players, though. It was kind of out of reach for a lot of players. These aren't so bad. Um, the three-man, you can even do it with probably a little bit less gear because the three-man, you're splitting a lot of the aggro of the mobs, so you're not getting focused. Like at, say, Bloody Monastery, where they hit really hard. But... Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think everything's great about this. The money's really fucking good. Um, you can kind of get lost in these zones, like, uh, as far as, like, uh, just grinding and grinding and grinding, because it's just fun. All the mechanics, like you guys were talking about, the the blade mechanic is really cool. Although, I know you mentioned, Frosty, that you had a little critique on that. Um, but um, The blade mechanic? Yeah, blade you'd mechanic. prefer... You know, you get the weapon from the spirit. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. And sorry, I, I get a blade because. Oh right. <laughs> I just. Yeah, the Elvio, the LVO weapon. Yeah. yeah, 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 the LVO weapon. But um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I, all the little random boss mechanics are really cool and unique between each zone, like you said. Um, I just overall, I'm really happy with what they did. They this is. Like I'm sure a lot of players could probably agree to this. This is one of like the few things that were implemented on day one, and it wasn't dead content, you know. Um, <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. Like the other, like two weeks ago, I said it's crazy that this is going to be the most amount of grind spots that we've had added to the game at one time ever. And then, but yeah. my my only hesitance on that is that I was like, well, it's probably orc camp, and then the rest of them suck. Yeah, but that seems to not, not the be case, the case. Though. They're all really, really good. 
Yeah, it, that's um, that's that's what is so surprising, honestly. Like, because I was figuring the same thing. There's probably going to be like one zone because that's what we we're seeing from like YouTube videos and what KR players were grinding at, like Orc Camp or something like that. And that's all you ever seen. Well, turns out that's not the case. I'm really happy about that. Right. Um. One of the things that's kind of nuts, or something. I uh, sorry, sorry. A P, like a PSA that I want to address real quick. Thanks, Humanity, for reminding me. The the necklace piece. Um, someone already sold one of the ring pieces. That's kind of funny. Oh no, no one did. No one did. You could just see it now. That's interesting. Um, the necklace piece and the ring piece. Uh, when you take them out, they're basically destroyed. You get one really one hundredth of the item back, which is basically literally nothing. So if you put it into an item, make sure you're a hundred percent sure that you want it in that item. Cause when you take it out, you basically get nothing back. So for example, you need a hundred shards, you get one shard back when you take wow. it out of your item. So when you put it so in yeah, something, I make sure you this then. Yeah. Make sure you definitely want to put it in there. The other PSA that's associated with that, it does not because it counts as an item reform, which for whatever reason, the game doesn't treat that as an actual upgrade. It treats it as a new item. So if you have a tag character, like for me, for example, um, I put the item on my Kuno's necklace. So I have pen moonlight ogre ring. So I have 150 HP on my pen ogre. Uh, my hash does not have it. It does not affect your tag character's wow. item. So same with the rings. I don't have the ring ones done yet, but I, I, I feel won't be like able they're going to gonna the change ones. that. I mean, I hope so. I, I think it's terrible. You like, you can't put it on the Garmoth. Or yeah, but you... but then but then you you like for example the tag character thing. Like, you go to put it on those those uh those copied items, but then for some reason you want to swap characters, they get deleted. Like what? Well, it's not uh, that they're deleted. It doesn't delete it. Like my item's not deleted on my hash. Just my hash's ogring doesn't have the 150 HP. I know. But I'm assuming you could probably put it on the tag character's gear, right? No, you can't. You can only you can't upgrade or change the tag copy. You copied gear. You have to use the base gear. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's even worse. You're like forever. That class is not going to be getting that. Until yeah. You so I think temporarily, what I'm going to do is once I finish the two rings. Well, no, you have to. You, you have to manually to... swap over the rings, basically. You have to retag. No. <laughs> You, you, Smash, have, you have two options. Yeah, let me let me just say it. you have to you have two options. You either can just finish all of them and then retag, which I don't want to do because it costs me three billion silver to retag, or I'm going to just individually untag the ring. Oh yeah, you could also pay ten dollars. You could pay ten dollars. That's a second option. And then the third option, I'm just going to untag the rings and transfer the rings whenever I change characters and the neck. So that way I could we just all know you're gonna both. pay ten dollars. I'm not going to pay ten dollars. It's literally not worth it. Okay. You're gonna pay ten dollars. I don't. I'd I'd have to pay thirty dollars, by the way, not ten dollars, because I have three items I'd have to do, and that's not happening. Uh. Anyway. So yeah. There's that. It's exciting. There is a chance, by the way, that my computer. I I have to. I have to replace a fan in my computer. I'm gonna do it after, <laughs> after this uh podcast recording. I think uh, I have to. Um, Is it ramping up there? Yeah, it's I, one of the fans stopped working, and it's like the worst one to stop working because it's not just a case fan; it's on the fucking cooler. So, yeah, yeah. it's like my temperatures are kind of not 
making me comfortable right now, you know? Um, so, yeah. Anyway, um, do you guys want to talk about the uh, individual spots? Yeah, let's go over it, because there's a lot of uh, cool mechanics and stuff, I feel like, they did with these spots. Um, Baragi Din, I'm pretty confident, is just broken. Because I have not gotten the event, nor have I seen anyone get the event, even with yeah. the Voltara weapons. So I think it's broken. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty confident it's broken. Because I feel like uh, I should have at least seen it by now. I've had a friend say they've seen the alert level message, but haven't been able to fight anything. Yeah. Different. I'm pretty confident it's broken. Um, cause I, that's probably where I've put in the most hours is Baragi Den. And yep. yeah, I don't know. I that's, don't that's where I've, I've put the second most hours of Baragi Den and I, I legit also have never got the event. Yeah. And me second, like I literally have 70 of that shard just to give you an idea of how much time I've spent at Baragi Den. Yeah. Which shard is that? The shard of Drain Knight, the yellow one that drops there. The yellow one? Yeah. Right. I have 43 of them. Yeah. I've never seen the event. I don't know anyone who's seen the event. Um, Vixen in chat is saying he saw it on the first day and never seen it since. So maybe it's bugged. I don't know. Hopefully it pops up more frequently because uh, I remember Amritat went and tested it when it first went to Global Labs and said the event was insanely fun. So it's kind of sad that it's not working. Yeah. Uh, next would be the uh, Alter Imps, mm -hmm. which uh, I am... Alter Imps is my favorite spot. I actually really like Alter Imps. Um, it's low requirements for AP and DP, so it's like pretty chill. It's got some fun mechanics. So essentially what you have to do for Alter Imps, the TLDR, there are flags all over the place on Alter Imps. There are elites in these groups around the flags. You kill the mobs around the elites to make them enrage, and they will be able to chase further than they normally would. You lead them to the flag, you kill them on the flag, and then what spawns is either a bunch of regular mobs uh, that you kill fairly quickly for, you know, good, good loot, or uh, there's a chance that a Beg will spawn, and then you have to fight Beg, and he also drops some pretty good stuff. He drops uh, 100 trash compared to the three that the normal mobs drop. So it's a pretty good little chunk of change. Uh, there was also, me and Mina were grinding it together, and uh, we killed Beg, and he ended up giving us two of the spirit weapons. Um, so we each were able to get a spirit weapon after killing him, and our trash for the next ten minutes shot through the fucking roof. Did he drop uh, so anything really else? Cool. Did he drop any other items? Uh, no. Uh, the only time I checked to see how much trash he gave, he only gave trash. And uh, I don't know if I can recall any time... That he's dropped like the items. I'm Probably sure he a does. Black stones too. Probably, yeah. Um, but honestly, I don't pay attention that much attention to loot, unfortunately. But he does fucking hurt. Uh, he enrages and does his AOE that he does whenever you fight the Dark Rift. It does quite a bit more damage than the Dark Rift. Um, really? It's not. Oh, it's not enough to like one shot you or anything like that. Like it's not that insane, but it is like a noticeable amount of damage. Um. So yeah, it's a pretty fun spot, honestly. It's pretty chill. Uh, you just pull the elites to the flag. What well, It's a duo spot. So what we've been doing is that he goes to a pack, I go to a pack. 
we clear the little mobs at about the same exact time. So then we pull the elites to the flag at about the same exact time. And then we kill the elites on the flag. Um, there's a lot of bugs with the grind spot that I, I'm hoping that they get to fixing. If you kill two elites at almost the exact same time, then it'll only spawn one wave of mobs instead of two, which is kind of frustrating because mm -hmm. it kind of means that uh, you have to be paying attention to their health bar to make sure they don't die at uh, almost the same time. Um, if you get a beg spawn, this is the worst bug, and I need them to fix this because it is so frustrating. If you get a beg spawn, there is like a fucking like a 10 second animation for him to actually drop in before he's hittable. If at any point before he actually hits the ground, uh, you kill another elite at that flag, it'll cancel the beg spawn. Oh God. What? <clears throat> yes. That's it terrible. is That's the gross. worst thing in the world. I, I cannot tell you how many begs I've lost because we weren't paying attention that we got the beg spawn. We killed the second elite and it canceled it. It is That's so gross. frustrating. That's I feel terrible. like well, I wanted to say uh, real quick one, to add to the bugs list. One of the bugs that I found there that's really annoying is the so when they go into their enraged mode, it increases the aggro limit, so you could take them super far, yep. right? But I yep. had it was like fifty percent of the time they still would just run back instantly and go back to full health, even though it said they were in berserk mode, which is really annoying. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of weird things with the elite mobs. Um, for instance, if you run too far away from them while they are doing their enrage animation, they'll lose aggro on you. Um, also, it <laughs> this happens pretty rarely from what I understand, but if you perfectly time an iframe the second that they are coming out of their enrage animation to where they would re-aggro onto you, they will not aggro onto you, and then they'll just sit there. And then you'll walk wow. back to the flag expecting them to uh, be behind you, and then they're not. This is especially prevalent with witches and wizards, obviously, who are teleporting, expecting the mob to be following them, and they are not. <laughs> but uh, A little buggy it, there. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few bugs with the spot, so hopefully they get to fixing that. I'm sure they will. Um, but so far, that's honestly my favorite spot, and uh, I really like the mechanics. It's a super chill grind. And uh, pretty good money too. Pretty good money, especially if you're selling the um, the stuffs. If you're selling Same the stuff. materials, I'm not selling the stuff, so it's only it's only okay money for me. I but, I was gonna ask how long, like how hard is it to actually get the stuff for your black star? Have you been able to use any of it yet? Uh no. A secret ritual is occurring within the bloody monastery. Oh boy. Um. No, so I am I'm making good progress on it, uh, but I haven't actually gotten any of it yet. No, I have not. And you have to go to a bunch of different places, right, to get it because yeah. you don't get it all at one spot. Yeah, you have to go to a bunch of different places, um, but it's really not that bad, honestly. You like that? If uh, I mean, it's kind of like Capers, right? Like you feel like you're for sure going to get these upgrades. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, it's a progress bar. Like this is yeah. the same conversation I had. I forget who it was in stream the other day, but I was talking about the pot piece and how no progress bar on the pot piece is like the most, like, I don't know. It, it just, it feels bad. It, it feels yeah. bad when you're grinding for the pot piece yeah, and you, you just, don't get the piece. You're hoping, you're constantly hoping every yeah. hour that it drops. It feels like you're wasting your time. Whereas with a progress bar, i.e. these little drops that lead to the big drop, 
it never feels like you're wasting your time. You can always yeah. see those numbers going up, and it's literally like watching a progress bar go from 0% to 100%. And so it never feels bad. It never feels like you wasted your time. Yeah. But uh, for reference, uh, I have... So I have 45 seeds, 74 oh, uh, Narcs Lightnings, 42 Okiaris Tides, and 21 Voltara Flames. Oh, that's so much money. Sell them. <laughs> sell them. Just sell them. What are you doing? Oh, my God. That's so much money. That, that would be the most money you've ever had at one point in time. <laughs> Literally See, in your inventory. You just don't you haven't realized the game yet. No, no, I have, because a lot of people, like, people calculated, like, the price of the Obsidian upgrade, and, uh, I forget exactly what it is, but it's, like, some billion, like, some odd billion silver, but it's, like, uh, I'm actually glad that these can sell for so much, because if they didn't sell for as much as they did, then no, the only people who would ever grind in these spots would be me, right? Probably. So, like... I'm I'm glad I'm actually like I know a lot of people are like I feel bad for the Black Star users because like they're losing so much money, but it's not actually like a realized loss, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you can just sell it if you really wanted to, or if you needed yeah. an influx of cash. I'm choosing not to personally because I I don't know I'm just not that like hemmed up for money right now, and I I do just want the upgrades. I want to be able to have that upgrade, so. Um, I don't mind it. It's not a realized loss for me. Like, it's not as if it's costing me money to make the stuff. It's just costing me time, which I want to grind the spots anyway because they're fun and enjoyable. So, yeah. All right, let's go down to the Fogan Swamp. Um, this Boring. one, yeah, this one's a more basic. Just you circle the swamp, kill the mobs, and then there's a chance Tidium will appear um, as a as a boss battle. Um, yeah, it's definitely the most underwhelming spot in my opinion. Yeah, it actually is a good spot for money though, but it's a uh, not an exciting spot. I think it's okay. Yeah. It's still cool. I mean, one of them had to be normal, right? Since there's so many different ones. Uh, the, True. The Naga Swamp is is I think a really cool mechanic. So you basically just pull the elites to a flower and kill them on top of the flower. You want to get them to spawn at least one set of mobs um, before they die, and then they they spawn a whole set after they die. The flower DP debuffs them. If you're doing this optimally and no one else is in the area, you can get anywhere from four to eight elites on every single flower, which actually makes it really, really efficient. If you want to be super try hard, you can um <laughs> you can turn on your aggress when you kill the elites and then turn it off when you kill the mobs. Um because it doesn't use that much aggress but gives you a pretty decent boost. Uh, but yeah, this spot is really fun and cool. And also that poison, uh, a lot of people are griefing me at this spot because it's kind of hard to find mobs. A lot of people grief me at this spot and they end up dying to the poison. That poison's no joke because 300 damage per two seconds. Yeah. It's so. a good chunk of damage. Yeah. I kind of, I, there's been a lot of people, I haven't spent a lot of time at Nagas. I've maybe spent two hours there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know a lot of people that have been complaining about they wish that there was just more mobs in general, that there's not enough to really, like, there's not a lot of options, basically, for, like, rotations right. within there's, it. There's not, it doesn't support a lot of people, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Whereas, like, a place like Fogan's seems to have, like, plenty of places that you can go, go if they're not. Like, at least there's a place. Uh, Naga's is kind of lackluster in that department, it seems like. Um, and then Castle Ruins. Castle Ruins is a three-man spot. You get this drop 
while killing mobs there called Al Rundi Secret Order. When you right click it, you get sort of an instance, kind of like a relic scroll. Um, bosses that spawn all around the inside of the castle. You go through, kill them all. Each one has like a chance to kill um, elites. Um, I, or five, or sorry, each of them, e like there's five of them drop like these orders or whatever that summon Al Rundi. So you have like 10 minutes to kill all of them. They're actually super easy to kill. Once you kill them all, Al Rundi spawns, you kill him and then get a bunch of loot and go back to your grind. It's also a pretty cool spot and it also changes the mundaneness of kind of like circle grinding because it has a few little mechanics like running through and actually killing the elites um this problem though the or this place the major problem with this is it has only two legitimate viable rotations but both rotations require you to spawn your elites inside the castle which is one of the rotations so you're like always griefing the other party basically it's really stupid uh hopefully they make it so you can spawn the 15 elites outside in the future and on the inside so if a team is on the outside and a team's on the inside they're just completely separate but until then right now you're basically griefing the other team kind of sucks um this this spot is a great source for gvgs though there's been so many gvgs here it's it's like trees 2.0 yeah it's definitely the new trees where it's just nothing but gvgs basically I think we've had, I don't even know. I think we've had at least like five, probably more GVGs there yeah. since Wednesday. <laughs> so like one a day. It's um, uh, pretty crazy. Orc Camp. Orc Camp is uh, another one. This one is, uh, this one's uh, mechanics are confusing at first, but it's actually like really, really simple. You're killing the five prisons to get the five lights. Every time you get, a zone of light it reduces the mobs dp by a certain amount once you have five it's like the max and they actually become a lot weaker um the wizards that are there they start doing some channel ability if you wait too long to kill them um they will cancel the light zone and the mobs go back to being strong and then the wizards themselves also will just do a shitload of damage I did lose a crystal to a wizard because I over aggroed too many mobs and I couldn't actually hit the wizard while I was channeling. Uh, that was rough. Um, I lost a gin viper too. I was so sad. Oh no. I was so sad, dude. He fucking two shot me. Uh, but this one is like really simple. So like if you, um, I want to explain this to people because a lot of people are confused by it. Cause when you're not in the light zone, the mobs are really tanky and it is not a fun grind spot. So you have to kill the five things, get the lights going around. The lights actually do kind of move with you, just not very far and not very fast. So as long as you're doing like a proper rotation, you kill the inside of the camp with all the prisons, and then you do like a circle on the outside of the camp with all the packs on the outside, um, they're all generally affected by the light. And you can see really easily if they're affected or not by just hitting a mob and seeing if they have a DP debuff. Hit them with an ability that doesn't have a DP debuff, you'll still see the, the debuff on their bar. Um, if they don't have a debuff on their bar, but the you do have the five light zones, so the lights are going crazy, just um, pull them a little bit closer to the zone and they'll get the buff on their bar or the debuff. Um, but they feel pretty good. Like if you're not, if they're not uh, debuffed, it, they feel like freaking uh, Tauros mobs. If they're yeah. like, it feels like you're soloing Tauros mobs, but then when they're fully DP debuffed, they feel, I don't know, somewhere between Starzen and Sakraya. So, yeah. Uh, and then the last one is bloody. There's there's a boss that spawns occasionally. 
Um, I don't know. It's nothing special about the boss. Org. Yeah. She spawns the light does well. affect him too, correct? I don't know if the light affects him. I actually don't know. Probably. That's, that's what Mina told me, because Mina told me that he got one shot uh, from Org whenever he fought him outside the light. But then inside the light, it like wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe the light affects it. I don't know. It dies pretty quick. The wizards themselves are not affected by the light zone, so you have to, they're fairly tanky. You have to burn them down first. Uh, Bloody Monastery. Um, this one is a little bit more straightforward. You're running around killing packs of mobs as quickly as you can. They drop these things called Crimson Bells. Uh, ringing the Crimson Bell will summon monsters from all directions. Rituals may also be. Uh, in progress at monastery from time to time. If you succeed in stopping the ritual, a furious muskin will appear to challenge you. Defeat the muskin, and he'll drop loot for up to five people. Um, I've seen some people pop like they save the these bells last for an hour. Um, in your inventory, so some people will save up like and wait to the last ten minutes of their grind, and then pop like two or three bells at once, and it's kind of nutty. Uh, oh, big brain. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, this one, I feel like I get griefed a lot at this spot, too. So I haven't spent that much time there. I get karma bombed at basically every spot I've been to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Overall, all these spots are really cool. A lot of them are interesting and, uh, and fun and different. And I think they're still making some balancing changes to some of the spots. So we'll see what happens in a few weeks. But, um, so far, so good. I think it's a, it's a good, I have a good first impression. Um, the Elvia weapons do seem to be a drop similar to like the boss events at Tauros. It's a it's an actual drop to spawn those. So drop rate is making them drop more often during this event. Once the drop rate is gone, the Elvia weapons will be a little bit less common. Um, they also are kind of insane. They make you do a ton oh, of yeah, damage. Oh yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, it feels really good. Um, my biggest problem with the weapon drops is they are annoying to manage like one yeah. you don't see the cooldown on them while you're grinding you have to open your inventory and check but if you're being hit by mobs you can't hover over it um the other thing is equipping it is annoying on some classes like especially on newer classes like hash where they have this weird lag like this physics lag after you stop moving where you can't actually use or do anything or interact with interface until your character fully stops moving so it takes yeah. kind of forever to equip or unequip these weapons. Um, I I really, really wish they would just change it to a buff on your bar. I think it'd be so much easier. Make the, the spirit spawn, and then when you interact with the spirit, you get a 10-minute buff on your bar that gives you the damage buff and then the new access to the awakening skill. And then when that runs out, it's out. It just goes away. It just seems so much easier to do that. These weapons seem like way overly complicated. I would not be surprised if this whole first week they've gotten like a million tickets of people that accidentally deleted their main weapon trying to dispose of the expired ones. Yeah, and uh, speaking of tickets, another thing that I'm sure they've probably been getting a lot of tickets about, uh, cheering for masses. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I know I've seen people saying that like they've gotten three masses in a row, basically gotten stun locked by the cheer animation and died because of it. I've seen multiple people say stuff similar to that. So it's like, yeah, that's that's rough. Uh, maybe don't cheer for masses. I don't know. Yeah, um, cheering for masses made sense when you got one every four days at Starzen, and now when you get four, five, six, seven, eight an hour, and you cheer, you're just like, okay. 
Dude, especially <laughs> at Red Orc Camp where you literally, there's nothing to cheer for. Feels even more weird. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it's time to stop cheering for masses um, because that seems to be <laughs> a real problem. As far as the weapons go, um, I really don't mind them being weapons. They just need like some quality of life improvements. It needs to be easier to equip them and unequip them. There needs to be at least a timer on your bar, maybe on your buff bar, so that you don't have to open your inventory and check. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't mind them being weapons. Um, just, yeah, it's too clunky as it is right now. Um, I don't know. Um, I think... Also, the other thing, too, is weird about the Awaken and Pre-Awaken weapon. The Pre-Awaken weapon seems to affect everything, and the Awaken weapon only affects your Awakening skills and gives you the new skill, which I th find really? is, is kind of odd. Yeah, so my friend was testing with the amulet, so and he was still uh -huh. able to do high damage with his Awakening, but then when he grabs the Awakening weapon, he does no damage with his Pre-Awaken skills. That would explain it, because I, at one point, had two weapon drops, and I said... I've done a lot of things for science uh, uh, surrounding the weapons. So, uh, the first of all, the first science I performed is the NPC will stay for five minutes before he disappears. So, whenever you get a weapon drop, you can wait up to five minutes to talk to him and get the weapon before right. they disappear. Mm -hmm. That was the first science that I performed. The second science that I performed is I got two weapon drops. And so, I decided to take one, the main hand, which is what I, I always take. And then I decided to take the Awakening to see if I would get, like, even more damage. And there was no change in damage whatsoever. And I thought that that was because they wanted you to not uh, stack, be able to stack damage like that. But that actually would make sense if the Awakening weapon only affected your Awakening damage. Yeah. That is interesting. If it affects pre-Awakened damage, it's a very, very minimal amount. But the Amulet no, seems there to was affect no, both a lot. From from my science, there was no difference in damage. So <clears throat> what I did is I found a, a giant bandit, and I used my Rabom spin on him from 100 stamina, and then was paying attention to at what point in my stamina bar was he dying, and it was mm -hmm. 68 both times. There was no right. difference. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I still think it would be a lot easier if it was for everyone involved, if it was just a buff on your bar. If it has to stay a weapon, at the very least, make it so you can equip weapons, whether you're being hit or not, if it's an Elvia weapon. Um, and let us see the timer, like how much time is left before it runs out. Because the other thing too is yeah. like, if I'm wearing the Elvia weapon and someone comes up and attacks me, like another player, I can't switch my weapon. Like, I'm, I'm like, screwed trying to fight this guy with my weaker... Well, for some people, I, maybe for some of us, the Elvia weapon's an upgrade. But for some of us, it's a major downgrade in PvP. Like, I would much rather have my C-17 Penzarka on than a fucking Elvia weapon when I'm being attacked by someone from a Siege Guild. So, yeah. I wonder if you could uh, quick slot the Elvia weapons, and if they would, like, stay... Like if they, yeah, they would, would stay, they would like stay there. That. I think you can. I'm pretty sure you can, and they would just stay there, but be gray. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that would work or not. Potential um, workaround, maybe. But yeah, definitely. I don't mind them being weapons, but if they're gonna remain weapons, it, there needs to be some uh, QOL change. 
Uh, Mina is saying there's always been a bunch of, or there's already been a bunch of QOA, uh, QOL changes surrounding the weapons, but there needs to be more because it's still just really clunky. Yeah, that's crazy that it was worse before. Well, the other thing too is when it runs out, your character starts like hiccuping. You, you know that stupid, uh, that stupid bug that you sometimes get that says, please wait. And like, you yep. can't move anymore. It feels like that happens. I'm like, wait, what's happening? What's yeah. happening to my character? Which again, like this could all be solved with just a timer, right? Just putting a timer on your buff bar so that you could see exactly when it's going to run out. Um, Did you I test? honestly think it, if they add a timer and if they make it easier to equip and unequip them, it would be fine, honestly. Did you test the awakening skill in any of your classes? No, 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 no. Kuno one is kind of fun. It literally is like, you know, lunatic discus where she throws the disc out and then it comes back. Yeah. It looks like that, but like 10 times the AoE, and depending on the weapon you have, it's either fire, water, or lightning. And it actually looks Ooh. sick. Um, but Kuno Awakening grinding at this spot is god-awful. It feels terrible. Like, so <laughs> terrible. Like, I'm not even kidding. This is not an exaggeration. At Red Orc Camp, outside of the lights, not in the lights, this isn't true inside the lights, but if you kill a pack outside of the lights... Kuno with the Elvia weapon feels like the difference between Kuno with and without the Elvia weapon is the same difference as a Kuno swapping to a hash. Like, my hash feels like a Kuno with an Elvia weapon. Sad. It actually feels like that dramatic difference. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully they change some... Yeah, the quality... Like, I'm fine. If they want to leave it the weapons that their heart is set on it, then just make it easier to equip or unequip and let us know when it's going to run out. Because right now it feels really annoying. You don't really care for that feature, do you? I, I mean, honestly feel like if they just did those two changes, it would be fine, really. I still should just be a buff. I don't know. Like, or would a buff be that bad? If, if they the made buff it... wouldn't be that bad, but I think like they want it to be weapons because it, it feels like it's a uh, a cool thing. You get this powerful weapon, you know? Yeah, it makes your uh, pen blocks are obsolete. No big deal. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you item count um, the weapon and it shows the timer? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not too sure. The... No, I don't think so. What's up? I think the weapon's a cool idea, but... Yeah, I I understand where you guys are getting at when we were discussing it the other day where, you know, you get kind of stuck trying to swap out your weapon while fighting a pack of mobs. <laughs> it's yeah, it kind of bad. Feels a little goofy. They should just either A, make it auto-swap, or just make it a buff. Oh, uh, okay. Mina's saying that the timer on the screen is already on uh, a global labs, so that is already... On the way. Oh, okay. So they are gonna put a timer. We just don't have it yet. She says. Yeah. Well, so that's good. But still, also make it easier to equip and unequip. Or is that also on Global Labs? Because if it is, then just bring that patch to us, and I have no complaints about it. Are you guys also disappointed with how many servers we got? I feel like we did not get enough. Like I don't know why none it of the Balano servers are are LVO Realm, and why Valencia Three is not LVO Realm. I'm not really disappointed with the server count. Honestly. And we could use Oh, like it's not a timer. Now. It's an alert when it's dead. Mm, don't know about that one, Chief. I want a timer. Yeah, I need a timer because like you sometimes when you get more than one of the Elvia spawns, you want to manage it. Yeah. You want to grab it right away. 
I mean, alert when it's dead, sure. Like, but also timer. Yeah. Ooh, I just got a nail. Uh, can the uh, can the alert say, "Hey, bitch, you're weak again." Dude, it's it's that's how it really feels. It's funny when you start hitting the mobs with the broken one. You're like, "Oh no, I do nothing." Yeah. Yeah. I, there's always like, or you could be like me, where I just didn't even notice that it broke for some reason, and I just like kept whacking on the mouse. I'm like, wow, they just got like really difficult for yeah. some reason. There's, for me, that's what it. It always is this state of confusion for like five seconds, where I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Why am I not doing damage? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> is the server's lagging? Where is my frames dropping? What's going on? Like, I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah, it happens. It's pretty. Oh. Funny. Hey, another thing that we should talk about that I just got reminded of just now, uh, in game, uh, man, the BMC market, uh, (laughs) (laughs) damn. (laughs) Yeah, it got hit, dude. It got hit pretty hard. So I I think like almost every BMC drops in Hadoom, right? Slash LVM. I don't Almost know if it's everyone, but it's a lot. Precision's at Bloody Monastery, so that that's the only it's one that's huge. retained its value. Value, but it's already That'll like three. Go down. Yeah, like three thousand orders have already been filled, and more people will grind there once they have the necklace done, because you can't yeah. get the necklace pieces there. Um, the neck works the same, like you mentioned earlier, right? If you can't extract it, you cannot extract it. No. Yikes. You can, by the way, for all ten of you out there that care, uh, you can apparently extract the obsidian though. And it's still just the obsidian, so what's the obsidian? The black star. Oh the black star thing? You can extract that? Okay. Yes, you can. According to the notes I read, uh you can extract it. It's just like Garmoth. Well shit, the the next the next piece isn't a big deal for you, Frosty, because you have a pen ogre, but us uh, shitters that have you know these tet ogres you know just lying around. Well, the neck piece in general is not that bad anyway because it's. I mean, it's you're not gonna hard get to it get quick. it. You're right. But the ring ones is like, yeah, yeah. shit's hard to swallow. That's kind of hard. I, to I don't. I don't feel as bad about the uh, the neck piece one for sure. But still, it still feels kind of. I I kind of feel like uh, they are gonna do an adjustment to that. Honestly. Yeah, you know, I, like there, there's. I don't see how you don't do an adjustment to that because that just that just feels so awful. Yep, 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 for sure. All right, hold on. Looking at we're looking at the market prices here. Even though I can't go in game because my computer will overheat, <laughs> I can't. Really that bad? You can't go in game. It it gets starts getting really hot while I'm streaming right now because I told you my fan is not working in my cooler. Oh no, oh, man. It's okay. I have a um. Um, wait, did I spell precision wrong? Your computer's gonna catch on fire, burn your house. Down, I have a fan replacement. You and your neighbors will have something in common. I haven't put it in. There's still 12,000 orders on precisions, but there was like 15,000, so this will get chipped away a little bit. But yeah, the other the other crystals are just completely screwed. I don't know. It's yeah, oh, yeah. So they're, they're, the on, is like shot <laughs> on day it's one, great. also known as Doomsday. I grinded Broggy Den for like a good fucking I don't know how long, several hours. Ooh, and I, I got had, a boss notification. I think I had that. something like eight BMC uh, descents, and uh, they were still. I don't remember exactly how much they were selling for, but there was like. There's only like 20 on the market. There were pre-orders up. I don't know who's buying 
BMC descents, but uh, go for it. Uh, and so I was able to just like sell them all instantly for just like instant cash. Now I'm pretty sure there's like hundreds like sitting. It's min price. The fucking <laughs> the price has just died. It's like holy shit. I dude. mean, so I'm one that's welcoming that because the AFK horse training. I need magical um mag- magical shards in order to uh, turn my uh, black vipers into actual like gins bonds or wands so i'm for it i fucking i made three gen vipers today from the all my horse training seals that i turned in for essence of vipers to turn into black vipers holy shit afk training op yeah well uh I don't know the the vipers are probably they're going to become more common, right? Probably. I would have I don't know. Potentially. But uh, I mean, they still have 330 mil, so whatever. Don't buy Nyashi's gen vipers. Um I'm not going to tell you which ones are up. Well, you have 3 gen vipers. There's only yeah, They already got bought. Those ones are gone. Damn it. Who <laughs> bought Nyashi's gen vipers? <laughs> oh my god, dude. How do we someone keep him who, perpetually someone, broke? Someone who lost them at either Bloody Monastery or Orcs. <laughs> well, the best way to keep me broke, Rossi, is for me to lose bets, but that's been your thing recently. You've been losing all the bets. Oh, you're going to have to log in, Frosty. I know, I'm going to yeah, log in. I'll, you, I'll log you're in get, for that. You're, you're your PC's going to die attempting to do this enhancement. You better go get you better go get like a little uh, a little hand fan and just put it next to your your fucking PC. <laughs> Just for a little bit. Yeah, it should last long enough to do a quick enhancement. Um, let's talk. So wait, is I, that why you DC'd? Was it? Yes, my overheated? my computer overheated. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, it also corrupted the recording, so we have to use the VOD. Nice. Yeah. Yikes. Should be okay. Should be okay. It's just gonna be annoying to download it and set it up. But yeah, hopefully right. the sound quality is gonna be okay. It should be the exact same. It's I'm recording it from the stream. Anyway, oh, okay. it's the exact same setting. So, um, yeah, I uh, I wanted to ask you guys what you think about this because at um, so this place is basically generating. I mean, aside from the people that are doing the black star stuff, but the people that are there for the upgrade and after they get their ring upgrade, these places are basically generating like an immense amount of raw silver. Yes. And I wanted your guys' opinion on if you think this is good or bad for the economy. Um, I'll give my opinion after. I don't want to influence any of your guys' thoughts. But I'm curious just at, at face value. Because, like, for example, none of the places drop dust or Kaffir stones. None yeah, of, that is a problem. They do drop the two new accessories, but they don't drop distos or Tungrad rings. Um, they don't drop, like, the frenzy material from Sakreya. Um corrupted crystals like so on and so forth they basically are just like more akin to just like pure raw silver i guess similar well, to like what trees kind of was yeah <laughs> well i'm just telling you the things that like don't drop there in comparison so yeah, what, yeah, what are yeah. your guys thoughts on uh if that's good or bad for the market so i'll go first wrestler um i honestly think that the zones are really good for the players um as far as like fun factor is concerned something new interesting um challenge 
in some cases for some people's gear. Um, as far as the money, the money is extremely good. Probably a little bit too much. However, I'm not complaining. This is not a complaint at all because uh, I love the money. Keep it coming. Uh, but the it, it is generating a lot of silver, and there is a lot of um, areas of the market that aren't being accounted for, like you mentioned, with the uh, no ancient spirit dust. Um, so that means less cafers overall when more people switch over to these servers. And um, that's a problem, uh, potentially. Um, we obviously won't see that problem probably generate any sort of like real significance for at least a month. Um, but it will start making itself very, very noticeable. Um, uh, the accessories, I think there's always going to be people that are grinding stars in and Sakraya for those accessories. So I don't really think that's going to be a problem. I mean, the, the people that don't have the gear that can handle these zones will still grind in those areas. So these, these, for the most part, these areas are a step above requirement-wise. Um, but yeah, that's just my opinion. I, I think there will be some problems that do pop up. I just don't necessarily think the accessories will be the problem. I think maybe more of the Kaffirs will be the problem. Yeah. Res? I don't know. Like, what is your definition of problem? Like, I think we were already kind of... related. I think we were already kind of in a uh, a buyer's market, like especially like when you look at Kafras, right? Because for we were in a Kafras drought for like quite a long time, um, but you know not really that much anymore. Uh, so I think this is just gonna kind of this is gonna be a continuation of kind of like that trend. Uh, maybe it makes it a little quote unquote worse, but um, I don't know. It's just kind of. And I don't know. I don't really think it's necessarily bad. It's just kind of how things go. It shifts one way, it shifts the other way. Sometimes it's buyer, sometimes it's seller. You know, if you're yeah. uh, if you're savvy about these types of things, then you're playing both sides, right? So it's not really about being good or bad, in my personal opinion. It's just I don't know how you're playing, how you're playing the market in the current state that it's in. And I would say yeah. that this further enforces the kind of buyer market that we've been in for. A minute now. I will say this. Whoever put up 6,000 fucking frenzy pots, thank you. <laughs> Dude, Holy uh, shit. So... The market's been shot since these servers came out. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, I I, yeah, I also, I think it's fine. I mean, there's still going to be a lot of people at Stars and Sakraya. I, I actually don't agree that it's better than Stars and Sakraya. I know everyone feels that way and everyone keeps telling me they're making 700 mil an hour or 500 mil an hour or whatever. They also are all using yellow loot scrolls, popping temp buffs, and we have a drop rate buff. Um, and because distos, like all of the numbers from distos are generally when distos are somewhere between 270 and 300 mil, and now they're 330, and they're probably going to remain pretty high. Tungrad rings went up in price. Frenzy drafts went up in price. Caphras have gone up in price, so Loon Valley is better. Like it's like in a weird way, even though this is really good money, all the other spots also get boosted in money. Yeah. Because supply is so, lower, so it makes it more attractive to do those areas then. And you, there's something about, like, all right, so if I'm grinding at, at um, Red Orcs, 
I know I'm going to make the same amount of money each time, which is really, really awesome, right? Yeah. But at Star's End, and it's happened to me multiple times. I mean, I, I can't even count. Distos. You get back-to-back -back distos or a pride disto or a duo disto, or like I've had the multiple Wait, hours those, where I've gotten three in one hour. Like that shit is insane. And there's yeah. no feeling that any of these spots can replace when you get three distos. When you get three distos in one hour, I have gotten that a couple different times too. And it's just like, holy shit, I'm done for the day. Yeah. yeah. So I was <laughs> the other thing that you yeah, need to no. keep in mind is that like because of the black star mats that most people are selling with the drop rate buff event that we have going on right now, you, that's yeah. just raw silver. So your silver from these spots is just being it's, inflated. It's by the inflated drop rate heavily. Yes. Yeah, all so, those, I mean, I think yeah. we need to wait for the event to die to really truly assess these zones. Yeah, I agree. I I was having an argument with uh my GM with Pax about this, and I think that um like if you go if you're just like hey I have one hour to grind today you're probably better off just going to a Hadoom spot so you you're not relying on RNG. But if you're grinding twenty thirty hours. I know distos are RNG, but like over long stretches, like it averages itself out and you get distos pretty consistently. Yeah, and there, there's those hyper hours like you talked about where you just get like two or three, you know, and you just, if yeah. you need to step away, you can and feel good about it. So my feeling on is like all of the spot, I just think it's cool that you can literally just go to one of seven or eight spots now versus two or three. Yes. I think that's it's really, really huge. cool. Um, that is huge and that it, overall like yes the some of the new zones are definitely provoking a lot of pvp for sure a lot but of i think PvP. overall this is definitely dramatically reduced the overall pvp throughout all the different zones um because like you could probably find a spot pretty easily at stars in right now um or at least much easier than before i thought that too it's crowded as hell right now because the drop. Really? Up. Yeah, it is. I mean, you have to think like the minimum Rex for Stars End are so low, so so yeah, many more true. people more have people access to that there. spot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what that's the thing I was saying earlier too. Yeah. The these zones definitely are more geared towards players that have the the requirements that you the gear check status. Yeah, it's 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 been nuts. It's like so crowded right now, like all the servers, like all the new announcements, the transition, the Hadoom servers, like the new awakening skills coming. There's like a lot of people playing right now. Plus they've been they've had like a crazy ad campaign. They yeah, had those they had those streamers. They paid those streamers paid. to stream. So a lot more people got eyes on it. The Steam like both versions of the game are free right now for a limited time. Like so this, is waiting for our, our check from Pearl Abyss, but uh, you know is crowded. We're, we're being patient. We're yeah. being patient. Yeah. Um, Do you, take a take a shot in the dark. By the way, okay. I know this for a fact because I've experienced it. What grind spot is the most crowded right now? Uh, I'm probably orc. Orc camp. Nayashi. Uh, monastery is moderately busy, but I'm You're able to get a spot. You're both wrong. It's trees with this thousand percent exp. Oh, oh, I forgot about <laughs> trees. I didn't even think about trees. There I could see is, that. Yeah. I, we tried to go do five man at trees with a thousand percent exp. We didn't grind for thirty minutes before a griefer guild showed up and started like karma bombing us. 
I was like, this is crazy. And then while we're dealing with this griefer guild, another griefer guild shows started up. Started farming. Yes, and then they started griefing each other. I was like, holy shit. This is insane. Yeah, I I, I forgot. The thousand percent EXP is actually insane. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm almost level 63. I, I, I ain't just grinding a monastery, like, and I'm at almost 19%, 18.9. And I was, I was at uh, 12.7 about four days ago. And I really haven't been grinding much. Dude, I actually think Monastery like is good skill EXP too. I, I got like four skill point levels at Monastery the other day in like a little over half hour. Honestly, I, I feel like all of the Hadoom slots are pretty decent for EXP. Well, not that the three man apparently points. is trash for XP, but yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't grinded there yet, but I'd all the that. slots I've been to, I've been pleasantly surprised, honestly. Like, it's not top tier or anything. Like, I still think the best solo grind spot for EXP right now is Thornwood, because Thornwood is actually just insane for EXP. Um, but, like, these spots have been pretty decent, honestly. I've been kind of surprised. Dude, my, my hash, like, I mean, how long, I tagged hash a month ago, and it was level 61, and I'm, like, 46% towards 63 already. Yeah. Jeez. Dude, when... On Wednesday, when I started grinding in Hadoom spots, I think I was, I want to say, like, 68%. I'm almost 78%. Yeah, and nice. I don't grind like Frosty does. Like, I haven't been grinding that much, in all honesty. Like, I've been grinding a lot more than I usually do, which is nothing. But uh, I'm not putting in, like, 10 hours a day or anything like that. Right. All I'm saying is, if you're not grinding during this time period, you're doing it wrong. Like, there's just there's so much money to be made, so much XP to be made. Like, it's just insane. Doesn't matter where you're going, pretty much. I mean, there's optimal spots, of course, but just fucking get out there and start grinding. Yeah. All That's right. coming from me. I fucking hate grinding. Let's do this. Um, let's do this. A uh, little teaser for the dungeon thing. I'm gonna stream this on Discord so you guys can see it at the same time. Hopefully this doesn't set my PC on fire. Oh my god. No, my PC is actually fine. It's like literally like 30 degrees Celsius cooler when BDO is closed. Do you have the fire department near you? Uh, Did you try going uh, into BDO kind of and just lowering your graphics so well, it's not as intensive? The thing was is like the when it closed on me that first time, I, it was minimized to tray. Oh, really? Yeah. So... And then right now when I had BDO open for a little while because I was like walking around or whatever looking at the map and checking something and it was like it it went up like it went up fast. So it's all right. We'll be all right. Who's Rinku? He's uh he's one of the the CMs now. Oh, Pearl okay. Abyss, yeah, yeah. NAU CM. So it's Rinku and Enlave. Enlave's the EU one. All right, so here's their little uh teaser for the dungeon. There's not like a whole whole lot here, but it shows some of the tile sets. And uh, I think it looks pretty cool. So here, let's have a let's have a look. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks. Let's do it.
So this, all they really said about it is that it's coming soon. They did not say any specific date or anything. Um, but they said it's coming soon. Some of these tile sets look insane. Look yeah. really cool. And if like all of these are different parts of the dungeon, um, then it looks like it's actually going to be pretty freaking big. Um, I've seen coral and whatnot, so is it also underwater? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, there's like an underwater area too. Yeah. I I think like I think this is going to be a big fucking dungeon. I I what my thought process is this is going to be a big fucking dungeon. That's almost like a. It's almost going to be like a miniature version of the map. Is kind of my theory of how I think it's going to be like. So like all of these are going to be different like spots basically. Yeah, they said in different different types of mobs maybe that you're dealing with. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what my theory is right now. But I mean, we just have like no information really to go off of. Yeah, we got Pretty nothing. Exciting. It's I mean, all they really said is that there will be puzzles and in dungeon activities that you have to do and work together, and there will be mobs to kill and this and that. And they said that they want it to be good, and meaningful, but they don't want you to feel like you have to do it instead of solo spots. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But they said they mentioned that it's coming very, very soon. That uh, this one is like right around the corner. I'm actually kind of sad that this is about to come out before that Thorn Tree Castle. Dude, I know, right? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Give what me to that, goddamn dude. Thornwood Castle. Oh, I do got to sign into BDO in a sec for Bell. Oh, BC, don't catch fire. Oh, it will. Carrying Bell? Yeah. Uh, I will have to lower the graphics and, and hope to God. Significantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's that. Um, I don't know. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? Anything you are expecting or hoping for with this? Um, Just to be fun. I mean, I, I have a lot of confidence after they release the Dune servers or Realms. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I have a lot of confidence in that they'll do they'll do this dungeon right because this this shows me that they're actually like seriously putting it into a lot of thought and creativity into the zones mm -hmm. so and those tile sets like you said they look really good they look nice and it, it seems like uh you know based on the the initial comments that they said about it um so puzzles and whatnot it'll be it'll be nice it'll be different and they, cool they mentioned you access it from the ancient stone chamber i believe and that it's of not course. an instance so people you can run into other adventures inside which i find interesting so, so i wonder PvP in the dungeon got it i'm wondering if this is maybe gonna be like a huge fucking underground like cave slash society slash like its own do you guys know the like the hollow earth theory Mm -hmm. yeah. No, no, I don't. I wonder if it's going to be like that. What's the Hollow basically. Earth theory? The Hollow Earth is essentially this theory that is... There's an uh, advanced civilization living under us. Yeah, basically that oh, okay. the Earth is hollow and that there are beings that live in a secondary layer of land underneath the ground that we live on yeah, so that we're we're we live on the outer layer and then there's an inner layer that they live out they live there was, on essentially it wasn't there also like uh there was two edens and there was an eden on on the surface and that is no longer present 
whether you I, need I don't know anything. I don't know too much about it. I just know like the base concept essentially that, you know, the earth is hollow and there's another civilization living underneath our feet essentially is the, the base idea of it. And that's what I'm wondering if this is going to be, if essentially this is going to be again, almost like a miniature version of our map, like big giant open world, like cave almost, but it looks like, uh, you know, for whatever reason, you can say that there's like, you know, crystals that shine light like the sun, et cetera, et cetera. Like there's a million sort of like uh, fantasy tropes that they could use to make it to where this big cave looks like uh, similar to like the surface world, essentially. And then that's where you're going to go and, and do things. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of wondering if that's the direction they're going to go. And that's kind of what I, I think they're going to go with, honestly. Crab people. So someone said in chat. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like, um, one, one punch man, you know, the, the subterraneans. Uh, yeah, the subterraneans. I only hope that it's fun. That's all I care about. I don't even care about the, yeah. I on it. I mean, I want it to be worth money as well, but it's my most like, dude, if they could release something that's a different than a grind spot that makes me want to go back a second time, I'm going to be so happy. Yeah. I think That's like fair. I don't know. I'm I'm with Nayashi. Like I think Hadoom is kind of like giving me hope for their grind spots. I think they've realized that like you know people can only just run in circles for so long before they, they get need bored something of it. else to make it exciting. And like these mechanics that they're doing, or even just like the the little events that they've been adding to like all of the old spots as well, right? Yeah. Just like a small little thing to break up the monotony of it. It's like. These things are so good. They're so useful to help people not get burnt out from just running in circles for hours on end, right? So I yep. think they're learning. There's they're they're learning what actually makes a good grind spot and they're they're kind of like moving in that direction with most if not all of their spots it kind of Yeah. I like. mean you're like by your I mean the the developers. You're 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 expecting your players to spend as much time as humanly possible in this game and doing the things in this game to progress you got to you got to make sure that they they literally you know can mentally function <laughs> after doing a few hours of grind so if you want to keep those kinds of players in the game so yeah yeah th this this is a good sign of things to come um of what to expect that also puts them you know arguably in kind of a hole too because now they have to produce content that has similar kind of expectations right the bar they they set the bar fairly high for yes. every grind spot yes. that comes after hadoom because yep. these i think we can all agree that these are all pretty solid the only yes. ones that are kind of boring are fogans and i mean a kind of abandoned monastery but even that has the thing with it with the bells that's pretty nice the so bells and like, the muskin, dude. Yeah, that's, I don't think, that one's yeah, not boring think, at all. Yeah, that I one's cool. I don't think cool. Monastery's boring at all. I'm having a lot of fun here. No, but I'm saying, like, the the event is, like, a drop that you get that you're, like Frosty was saying, most people are going to summon at the end of their hour, right? So that actually during the thing itself, um, you know, 
like it's going to be a stand pretty standard spot unless you get the ritual thing which yeah is but cool. you get it a lot here, here, like that's a very does it actually happen frequently yeah I that, that bell drops a fucking yeah, lot and the I other get thing three too three or four okay. an hour sometimes the other thing oh, that's interesting enough. about that bell too is that it kind of makes you like at least for me i literally just ran around the rotation like yo spawning spawning a bell so musk and spawns just come like a, literally the, the other random people in the grind spot will just show up and help you with muskin it's kind of cool yeah they kill muskin and, well, and no one really fights Logan's over it. The, the only thing people would form. arguably fight over is if the spirit drops, who gets it? Yeah, but you just, we're talking you just don't ask you, you just take it, you know? You gotta listen to, if someone's talking, not talk over each other as much. It's getting a little crazy. All right. Um, oh, shit. Is there anything else? Nothing, nothing with the dungeon, right? I think we're done with the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just no info, unfortunately. Yeah. We got a new cool. in-game boss notification. You guys yeah. use it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, using yeah. it right now. Thoughts? Do they need to add anything to it or change it? Works. <laughs> Works. I I found out Vel spawn in thirty in in thirty minutes about uh, yeah, yeah, fifteen yeah. Uh, about twenty five minutes ago. So yeah, I just worked. got the notification that it spawns in five minutes. So it is in fact working. <laughs> the thirty minute is the worst for Vel since that one has a giant notification anyway. No. <laughs> I guess if you're in battle arena, it doesn't. Or RBF. Or yeah, so, sometimes you miss it if you're just like kind of zoned out grinding. But this giant box that literally stays there until you put, you know, hit the X, that kind of brings your attention to it, you know. Really nice quality of life uh, addition to the game. I'm surprised they didn't charge $10 for it. <laughs> it should be a pearl item, I agree. <laughs> it should be a pearl. Pearl Abyss, we can increase. Or, or a loyalty increase... item for like 90,000 loyalty. Yeah, we could increase profits. Pearl Abyss, let's do this. If we work together, <laughs> missed, missed opportunity, not realized. Oh, have you guys done? I, I don't think this is on the list, is it? No, it's not. Uh, have you guys done your loyalty quest yet? No, I have not. Have you? There is a wait, the, the Dian Velia, right? Yes, for anyone who doesn't know, there's an event quest line right now where you can get, I think it's like 4,000 loyalties or something along those lines. Um, essentially, it's it's all really easy stuff. You turn in Dark Spirit Greeds, Boss Auras, and you have to do uh, horse racing for one of them. Uh, if you come in 6th or higher, you only have to do it once. If you come in less than 6th, then you have to do it again. Um, you need 5 of the seals. Uh, if you come in less than 6, you only get 1 per race. So, if you come in 6th or higher, then you get at least 5. So, you only have to do it once. Um, the horse racing is strange, by the way, in case you've never done it. Uh, you have to <laughs> shift gears like a fucking car for some reason. I don't know. It's it's really it's weird. Um, I have experience with this because Maneria lied to me and said that the horse icon on Global Labs was a Doom horse. So I bought it and it was actually that racehorse. And to punish Maneria for lying to me, I ran all the way from Velia to Star's End on that shitty racehorse at level one. And uh, <laughs> it is a... Uh, not a doom horse. No, uh, it not, is not. Not a, not a doom horse. Uh, it's weird. It's dude, very weird. Briz got super into the horse racing. He said it's actually really, really fun. So I get it. Just depends. It's teach his own. It's not going to be for everybody, Different but some strokes, people actually huh? really like it. I can definitely see why people would enjoy it, but I don't know. I'd rather just be out grinding or more so PvPing, honestly uh myself but it's I mean, interesting it's interesting it, it's gonna take you a second to learn the controls and stuff but it actually is fairly uh 
it actually is fairly intuitive once you kind of get the controls down, honestly. Yep. So go do that quest. It starts with Morco and Velia. Um, they're adding Spectre's Energy to Dark Rifts on Global Labs. I guess you'll have a chance to get Spectre's Energy from Dark Rift. Hell yeah. It's kind of nice. Um, and then the class tournament. Oh, yeah, um, that, that too. We don't have a lot of details for this. All we know is, uh, so KR had recently had a class tournament and um, they're going to do a class tournament for NAEU as well. So basically the class tournaments are like, um, I don't know exactly how many people was, but 16 Kunos are all gonna fight each other in a bracket, 16 Mewas all gonna fight each other in a bracket, so on and so forth, to find out who's the best of each class, which I think is kind of a fun idea. Shit, we're not going to be able to fill out 16 mailers. Yeah, you are. It's, I'm excited uh, to see if Nayash even gets out of the round of 16. <laughs> so practice your mirror matchups. Practice your mirror uh, matchups. They're the most aged matchups. Yeah, know, that's kind I of the unfortunate part. That's kind of the unfortunate part is that it, it's all mirror matchups the whole time. Dude, watch two Guardians fight each other, dude. It's so fun. <laughs> It's like watching alligators fight, like where they're just sitting there with their mouths open, just kind of like bumping each other. It's uh, Guardians. There's a few matchups that are hilarious to watch. You guys remember watching uh, like WWE or WWF, whatever you watched back in the day, like when you were uh, when you were a youngster. Yep. Yeah, I'll get ready for Berserker v Berserker. <laughs> God. Yeah, dude. Just fucking jumping, leaping each other with the suplex. Not, yeah, not. jumping off the top ropes with the cannon and fucking grappling each other, fucking tombstone, all that shit. Consistently <laughs> messing up their combo because they're nervous, so they never kill each other. And you just watch <laughs> it over and over again. They they're using ancient wave from across the map as chip damage. It's gonna be great. I'm curious who's gonna <laughs> go in uh, succession. I assume Steve is because doesn't he just do succession these days? No, I think he said for that tournament that we had the uh the content the St. Jude's Children tournament, he said he went sucked so he wasn't super try hard. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I was kind of surprised whenever I saw him in succession because I was like, dude, awakening is just you you win. Like you win a round every 3 minutes basically. <laughs> like, I don't it's just really a uh, with the cube off, the awakening cube off, it's really stupid. Yeah, it's pretty uh, fun. Vel is now spawned. Vel is up, people. Get to Vel. My temperatures are, they're holding steady. We're good so far. <laughs> this is good so far. They're <laughs> holding steady. It? Maybe once Vel's actually using his uh, AoE ability, it'll shoot Oh, when he enrages, up. your computer is going to frame out. I'm trying to keep my temperatures cool by leaving my archer in the water. I think, <laughs> I think that helps. Is it working? <laughs> yeah, we're sitting at about sixty degrees Celsius right now, but I'm I'm afraid it's Let's gonna a, go up. Get get a bag of ice and put it on top of your CPU. <laughs> just you got you gotta get uh you gotta get your PC and just just <laughs> into the fucking tower. I'm stuck on this wood plank. Uh oh. I can't move. It's like stabbed through my character's body, and now I'm stuck forever. Oh, there we go. We got out of it. 
the warrior fights dude i'm excited to watch see i was watching i think the like the finals or whatever the final rounds were yesterday so i gotta i gotta watch them i think they're fun super fun to watch and the aoa um their new version of the aoa is very interesting um it also shows yeah, you were talking cooldowns. about that a little bit earlier right yeah it shows some skill cooldowns now underneath their names which is really cool it also oh no i'm definitely dead i didn't i didn't jump down in time Oh, wait, I lived. Um, but yeah, the the so it shows some cooldowns, so that'll be nice for I was talking to Armin about it. He kind of likes that for commentary, which is good. So you can actually see the names of skills if you want to double check. Um, but it's also really cool to see uh they have this new like almost like a like a battle royale where the arena closes in on you as time goes down instead of you losing HP. Which is kind of interesting. Um, kind of, and I guess you take damage. It's kind of like some glasses. It's kind of like Shadow Arena, where you take damage if you're on the outside of it. So we'll see, dude. Every class... I mean, that's it. It's good. It's good for some classes to be forced to come in. I'm just making me get closer and closer to a warrior is a not pleasant experience. Dude, you can do it. You just got to stub arrow. Oh yeah, easy, right? Plus the new skill, you just fucking hit him with that Ugh, he can't even block that one yeah the unprotected uh combo oriented skull i hope frosty gets a heart because he's gonna need silver to recover from failing this accessory <laughs> he doesn't need 10 billion in silver for the <laughs> 1 billion of fucking enhancements yes i do. do what are you talking about yes i do shut up nayashi i need this pa give me this heart i know you're watching rig rig my thing dude um, I don't know what accessory I can do. Which one is like the most effective? I wouldn't mind. I was. Uh, I think I might just do tongue red rings. What's the price at? Well, they sell for like nine bill, which isn't that much, but they're not super expensive to buy. They're like one hundred and twenty bill or one hundred and twenty mil each. One hundred twenty bill. One hundred twenty bill. I don't know. It's gonna be rough. Nah, that's not too bad. Yeah. Profit margin's kind of decent for that price. It's not like the worst thing ever. Some of the other ones are in really, really weird places. Like ogre rings are selling for like eight bill at Tat. Yeah, because they're like seventy mil to purchase. Yeah. All right. So don't open your bundles. We're gonna do a countdown. We're gonna open the bundles together. Then I'm I'm gonna do my uh, my enhancements. Be right back. Oh, I got I got to use the restroom real quick. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, Nash, are you gonna do the tourney, the class tourney? Yeah, probably. Probably. I'll 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 die to desync. Don't worry. <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think is a Maywa that you think is going to participate in the tourney that you're going to have uh, trouble against? Um. Well, I can name all the all the Maywas that I I know that will be in probably. Shock White will probably come back to the game just to play in that tourney. Um. Vane will play. Bunk will play. Cena will play. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Wind will probably play. Some snake. Um. All right. I'm trying to think. Who else? Ceremonial opening of the Vels. You guys ready? Uh, almost. Oh, I yep. I do this in lowest optimal. This is gross, dude. <laughs> 
Uh, I am ready. All right. Here we go. Doing a countdown. God, please just cheer. Character, please just cheer. That's all I want. Even if it's a rainbow coral. I need it so that I can sell it for a Garmoth. All please. right. On one. Here we go. Three, two, one. Nope. Nothing. This game sucks. Dude. <laughs> Five cron stones at least though, you know what I mean? That's shit's fat. That's so sad, dude. Every week, man, same thing. Um Oh my god. Alright, here we go. We're doing we're doing these enhancements. I'll uh stream this for you guys. Hopefully my computer does not explode. Um so what'd you what did you buy? What'd you decide on? I think I'm gonna do tongue guard rings. I have faith. Oh my god. All right, come on, computer. Don't overheat. Don't overheat. You got this. You got this. Get a pep talk it. You can do this, computer. You can do this. Do, 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 do. Let me know before you start. I'm getting started. It's happening. Oh, shit. This is going come quick. On, oh, no. I'm not looking. All right, we're starting off, obviously, with pry. Oh, wow, that um, sucks. I'm just going to spend the about the full bill until uh, I can't buy another so, one. Yep. In the name of science, I have discovered if you have the weapon and then you swap to another character, it will still run out of time. Yes. Yes. True. Yes. That yes. is also, also, bells. Someone experimented, tried to bring a bell buff over to Heidel because he thought it would be funny to have the mob spawn in the city, but <laughs> they don't work. Yeah. So. Oh, so you can spawn it anywhere? No, you they he it didn't work. I'm hitting this prize. He tried he tried it. Prize not that exciting, so I'm skipping. Oh, it <laughs> failed! That's a rough start. It's not that exciting. <gasps> oh no. Brutal. Oh, the game no. you disrespected it. It oh, was like no, dude. Fuck you over oh right no, dude. Oh my god, that is not... I, there's no way to, right? Okay. Woof, man, I got nervous for it. <laughs> Alright. Um, what do I have here? I got some... I guess these 37s on here. Oh my god, dude. I hate that. Dude, Make first of all... Duos always fail. This game sucks, by the way. They do. Duos the worst. Do a 51% though. I'm not doing 51%. We're living life on the edge, dude. I'm trying to spend... <laughs> I'm just accepting that all of these failed and they lost a billion silver. I'm trying to make the loss as minimal as possible. I don't want to also lose a bunch of Valks, okay? I gotcha. All right, here we go. Now, actually, count me down, because duo sucks. All right, so I'm going three, two, one, go. Okay. okay. All right, all right. Three, two, one, go. Did we even explain why you're enhancing? In case people no, you're right. Know. I canceled it. Uh... Explain why I'm enhancing. Go ahead, Rosar. Alright, this is punishment. So, uh, yeah, we took a bet. Was it last podcast or the podcast before? Last podcast. Last episode, we took a bet on whether the big gold shiny preview teaser that they gave us uh, previously was a new class teaser or not. 
And me and Nayashi said that we thought it was part of a class teaser. Frosty said that it was not part of a class teaser. Yeah, there's no he way. Thought it was, he, he thought it was a uh, the new A-Coin advertisement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the loser yeah. had to enhance some stuff, and that's why Frosty is enhancing, in case, uh, for whatever reason, uh, you, the listener, are not aware. All right, Nayashi, count me down again. Here we go. Alright. Three, two, one, go. Oh, we go for try. We're getting, we're getting some profit. Wait, uh, why do you only have 478 mil? What happened? I just bought five rings. Dude, what the fuck? Did you not see it <laughs> fell the price? Why do you only have like a bill? Because I was, I just finished my Zarka level 17. Oh, okay. Nice, scratch. Thanks, Appreciate it. It means a lot coming from you. Um. Alright, I guess, I guess we'll do this 40 stack and Valk it up 4. Dude, try is some bullshit. Alright, is this me or Rezar doing it for you? I need Rezar, yeah. This one's Rezar. I need someone okay. with actual good That's luck. That's why I was going to get so much satisfaction. <laughs> someone with actual good luck. Yeah. Alright, Rez. <sighs> I'm right. in the window. 40.5. I'm ready to go. You let me know right, when. It, it's, it's on go. Ready? Right. Mm -hmm. Three, two, one, go. Rezar wants me to fail. But come on, world. Don't let it happen! Ah! Alright, is that enough punishment? I don't even think I have enough money to go for higher. I can only buy three rings. <laughs> Did you use all the rings you already bought? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was going... For, wasn't the deal that someone Yeah, the deal to was to try? go for a try, so I think that's yeah. enough yeah. punishment. So that's... Yeah, you did it. Alright, I failed one pry and the try. This game sucks. You failed pry, got <laughs> duo, and then failed try. Someone said use the rings you have. I don't have any more rings. <laughs> Those were my rings. The ones on your character. Oh, well, my rings are pen. They can't blow up. Thank God. I think you were talking about those, shrine, those six Shrine Guardian tokens in your uh, Marketplace inventory, bro. <laughs> True. Yeah, I feel like it's not... I, I said I would go for something like a Disto, which is why I feel like it's not punishment enough. So maybe I should do... Um... No, you originally said Tungrad Ring or Tungrad Ring or something like that. Right? Did I? Tungro rings always fail for me. I that that item sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see what ogres are, dude. Ogres are cheap. I'll buy some ogres. Fuck this. We're we're getting try right now. I mean, uh, oh, boy. oh, we can we can actually do try if this goes. Hold on. Advice three assumes price. Come on, dude. Work. It's it's content. I don't <laughs> do this every day. This is the only time I'm gonna give up this. Uh... Swap out your set. Yeah. Whatever this is. One bill. Alright, Pry, I'm sorry what I said earlier. Please go. Okay, this game oh sucks. Oh god! Alright, now I'm actually <laughs> broke. Now I'm actually broke. I hate this game. Legitimately broke. Wait, I could go for Pry one more time. Hold on. Oh, game no. is going to fucking... Oh no, dude, Trust, I want you to know you're actually You're having the pulling... same luck I had the two weeks you're ago. You're actually pulling an Ayashi right now. I want you to acknowledge this. One for three on prize. Rezlar, leave me alone. I'm in a bad place right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, wait. I need I need 20 mil. Oh, here we go. Perfect. We can go for duo. We have our <laughs> <laughs> We got this. This is how broke he really is. 
I'm pretty do you broke even have right enough, do, you, do you have enough for, like, you know, your boss and elixirs for grinding? <laughs> no, I have plenty of elixirs. We're fine, dude. Uh, Alright, let's do it. We need a 40, so here, let's do this, uh, what, 30... We'll do this 37. Valk it up one time. Alright, Nayashi can't be down. You seem to be good luck. Alright, here we go. Mm -hmm. Three. Two... One, go. Come on, big come money, on, big money! Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Ugh, oh. All my money. All right, I've definitely oh, repaid man. my debts. My marketplace has 15 mil in it now, okay? That's that's less than Rezzler had on that one day. He didn't hit this. God damn, dude, this game. Yeah, but I also didn't just get C17 in my Zarkovic to enhancing. <laughs> No, you didn't. You did not make this the decisions a... necessary to get C17. This is, this is an all-time low for Frosty. <laughs> He's never felt this kind of pain before. This is rough, dude. Plus, I can't even grind right after this. I gotta replace a fan in my computer, and it's such an annoying <laughs> fan to replace. Oh my you're god. Both, you're, you're broke and broken all at the same time. I really am. I really am. Alright. Um. Yeah, there's the class tourney, and then uh, I guess just uh, comments. You guys ready for comments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you're not in game, you can uh, handle it, I presume. Yeah, since I have to close BDO to not blow up, so <laughs> work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's perfect for me. <laughs> Literally, like it happened on the day it was needing to happen. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, this is rough. All right, so let's make it easier to see the actual comments. All right. Um, there we go. here this here all right we're good to go here we go uh scrolling to the bottom 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 oh there's a lot of comments on this one all right jakey says love the intro lamau does he love the intro or lamau <laughs> i'm sorry what he says love the intro lamau so are you saying that the in the inclusion of the Lamau makes you feel like he's being sarcastic? Yeah, like he doesn't like he's like okay. <laughs> love yeah, the you're intro. Not quite sure. All right, there's a comment like, you got to delete from McDermott. Um, Spike Chang says, "Oh, you finally got a new intro." We did, Spike. Thank you for noticing. Um, Alpha Banks says, "Another day, another triple stun from the Mystic." Oh wait, I forgot. There's only I'm like, wait, dude, this is not the intro episode, but this is. The first episode after the new intro, so there's probably a lot of people who haven't seen it yet. Yeah, well, this is the yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Karen Nick says, Love the new intro, grats on the triple digit episodes, best podcast, to be honest. Thank you very much, Corin. Very nice of you to say. Uh, Roggy Bear says, Servers feel really good for bartering and sailing, much less bugs when leaving the wharf and things or leaving from wharf and things. That is true. Um, the Black Spirit board game is the biggest change. You know, being able to see the dice rolls nutty. Uh, Zibas says Musa Grab incoming. Fingers crossed, nope. man. Uh, Mr. Nice says EU servers still suck. Uh, Lyra says happy to see Nayashi as part of the intro. Yeah, it's a limited promotion. It's a limited. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an event. Yeah, it's an event for the server transfers. It's only for a couple <laughs> weeks. When the drop event wears off, so does Nayashi's part in the intro. Oh, my yes. 
I'm really sad that I didn't just get a TED accessory right now, by the way. I'm trying to play it cool, but I'm really upset. Uh, <laughs> Ambitious Panda says, Disliked for Maywa talking about one skill for 20 minutes plus. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually... I talked about one skill for He gets excited. Plus. Whenever there's a new skill, he... He gets really excited to talk about how much he loves it, but won't play that version of the class. So it's exciting. <laughs> Kenichi Sai says, day two of the new intro is still fire. I was hoping that the new mystic, mystic skill was a movement one that's maybe iframe so we can have a safe disengage. Infinite fortitude plus dash is non-reliable escape mechanism. Once you blow all your shards with engaging, kind of disappointed. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I don't, eh, I don't know. I'm only like half with you. I kind of wish Wolf's Frenzy would get redesigned. Just make it not do damage and not have a CC and make it just an iframe. Be kind of interesting. Um, but I don't know. I actually don't think the disengage is that that big of an issue. It's just that once you've engaged, you don't really do any damage. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, Ezra EB, here's to not getting another new intro until four digit numbers. Cheers, guys. Damn. The next intro is going to be on episode 1,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Brian Quinn says, Hey, I'm friends with uh, Evil Do Us Harm in IRL. If you're interested in having him on the show, I can talk to him about it. Rizzo, you know Evil Do Us Harm? I don't want to sound rude, but who? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't either. I actually don't know I, who I that don't, is. I don't, I don't know. I'm not trying to be rude. I just legitimately don't know who that is. Is that a YouTuber? Because I don't watch a lot of video YouTubers, honestly. I'm really good friends with someone named Dammit's Bear. I could see if I could get him on. I don't think we want him on. He's he does I, oh he's I a think... YouTuber, he does beginner stuff, people are saying. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't watch a lot of video YouTubers, so that's that's no offense to him. I just don't know I don't watch a lot of YouTube content creators. But he's offended. I think I'd rather have Amortat on before Bear. Dude, honestly. Amortat would be so funny to have on because he's so angry. <laughs> He'd be so entertaining. <laughs> he's so no, you know it, Nyasha, You know he's so angry. Every time we bring up like guardian balance, yeah, he would fucking flip his shit. Wait, we should have Brosidon on talk about the the Musa skill. What's his What's his take on the Musa skill, Frosty? He has to have given it to you. He's already. just he's mad because. All right, so he likes the Musa skill, but he he his stance is that he knows for sure it's going to get nerfed down to nothing before it comes out. Oh, okay. It doesn't okay, matter okay. as long as it keeps the fucking accuracy bonus and it's super armor. You can use it in between. Yeah, does he think they're going like, to change what's the, the accuracy the on it? It like, literally he, doesn't matter. He thinks it's going to do no damage, super armor will be removed, and the accuracy will be changed down to 1% or 2%. Oh. He also gets if mad. That he's like, that everyone. Is there is no precedent that suggests that, <laughs> that would happen. Literally yeah, none. I don't know, dude. Look Nashi, at... mooses don't work on precedent. They work on their feelings. I mean, you're not wrong. Or the snowflakes of BDO, but Jesus. I think that uh, he also is mad. Like everyone's calling it like a strong skill, and he's like, "Dude, I, how can any of you guys say it's a strong skill? Look at your busted kits in every other class." So, what? You know. <laughs> um, it's like I I play shy. Yeah, dude, fucking busted. <laughs> you know, it'd be an interesting idea, Rez, is having on. What if we one day brought on two of the same class to have a discussion that have kind of opposite Oof. points of view? Ooh, that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, I'll send you some DMs that are just pictures of me with no clothes on, and you tell me what you think. 
<laughs> Brian, oh, sorry. Uh, ser seriously says they'll probably <laughs> remove an awakening skill. <laughs> see this? <laughs> see? Right there, here it is, Nayashi. He says they'll probably oh, remove an awakening skill from Musa instead of giving him a new one. <laughs> Oh my god. There it is. It doesn't matter if there's precedence, dude. This is how they all feel. Uh, dude, I had a massive rant about Musa's the other day. I like I I got I actually got so tilted and triggered. I I went on this whole rant about how Musa's are complaining about the new skill how it doesn't do enough damage because the thing that tilts me the most is that this is exactly like exactly what they have been asking for for years. Like exactly like verbatim. Like this this Musa patch would be like if a Maywa patch came out and they were like, hey, we're giving Sleet Steps iframe. And Nayashi was like, nope, not good enough. Doesn't do enough damage. Doesn't do enough damage. Like it's just like well, I mean, what if, if, if are you guys talking damage, about? That would be uh that'd be crazy. Exactly. That's how silly it is. So yeah, I, I just yeah, no, I lost I it, dude. I, I, I got I got super triggered and I, I like couldn't believe it. Like I Musa's <laughs> The average Musa, not all Musas, I have to clarify. Hashtag not all Musas. Not all Musas. Hashtag not all Musas. I, I asked this to Hemo the other day because he he thinks the skill's interesting. He's a Musa, and, and it's not all Musas, but there are Musas complaining a lot about this skill, about how it yeah. doesn't do enough damage, not fast enough, should be a nuke, bigger AoE, should have should have been a protected CC, all, all these other things. If, if you are... Um, like Vexus in chat right now, he says as a Musa it brings zero cons, just adds our kit. So if you're if you're Vexus or you're Hemo and you look to your right and you look to your left and you see your fellow Musas on Reddit and Discord, are you proud of what you see when you look at them? I so, want to know when you look to run when you look over and you see an often Lieber Musa that's saying they don't have enough accuracy and this skill isn't good enough. Is that are those the people that you feel like yes? We're brothers in this. Let's go. Let's move forward together. I don't think you should be. I think you should be ashamed. So a couple of the comments Mina uh, posted that were Moose's complaining. This one says that uh, they need to remove the second part of the animation and add damage to it. Uh, also, why strikers get 10% down attack damage? They should give that to Musa as well. I like that one. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, and then there was... Oh, hit this one. Uh, reduce the animation length or increase the damage. Uh, and then they say that if they don't do that, it'll only be used to self-buff out of combat. Yeah, that's... Uh, I think that's kind of the point, my guy. <laughs> Dude, my, my think... <laughs> favorite... There was, there was a Dark Knight one. There was a Dark Knight one that said for the Dark Knight skill that they need to make the ability, change it from frontal guard to iframe and give it a CC. And I'm like, bold. Huh? Bold. Huh? That's, that they, is and they were like, opinion. and if you're not going to give it a, if you're not going to make it iframe, then fine. Just give it a CC, make it frontal, increase the damage and speed it up. I'm just like, oh my God. People are crazy. That is a bold opinion to have, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, dude. All right, uh, filler up premium says, when do you think they'll stop making classes? What number? Nova and Guardian are so similar looking. I don't think they're gonna stop. I think that no, I think they're gonna keep making classes. I think that the I still think that the variety is good. Just in our in our opinions, I I think everyone would feel a lot better about all these new classes coming in, even at the rate they're coming in, if they were also 
making sure none of the classes are falling behind in performance in PvE and PvP. You know? If everyone felt like, yeah, no, that's fine, there's new classes. Like, it, like for example, in League of Legends, there's like 150 classes. And new news are not feeling that bad that they're adding new classes. Alright? New news feel completely fine that they're adding new classes. Sorry. I know, I know League players don't like them being called class. I mean champions. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they they're probably never gonna stop making classes until the game like actually just dies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're just gonna keep pumping them out because, I mean, it's it's content. It gets people to come back to the game. I mean, literally, like you know, Lazy Peon made a video about him coming back to the game and and trying out Nova and saying that it was fun, and that generates a lot of traffic and a lot of profit for them. You know, just having a a like a pretty good uh a youtuber with a good sized community like that like coming to the game and you know we're coming back to the game that is i should say right because he's made videos trashing video in the past i mean who hasn't if you've played video you probably trashed it at some point or another and then here he is coming back to the game and saying like holy crap this is a lot of fun you know and that that generates a lot of traffic and a lot of income so uh there's just no reason for them to stop making classes there's just no there's no incentive there's no reason. I'm timing out Baron chat. He says, except Frosty, always PA simp. Um, Ambitious Panda says, console finally got stars in March 3rd, but no Caphras, LOL. Yeah, they announced that the Caphras are coming in March. Here's, I, I, I yeah. completely forgot. I should announce this. We do have console listeners. Consoles, congratulations to stars in. You have Distos, yep. Lord of Warfare. You know him, Rez, already has Tet Distos. I'm well aware. Yeah, he's, he's already came to my stream and talked about it. RNG carried. They are getting Kaffir stones <laughs> by the end of the month. However, it comes with a caveat. They are capped at C5 for their pen yes. uh, items. Yeah. So, random, you know, but, but interesting. Kind of funny, but random, but really funny. I feel bad. Um, they are, they also, they, they were given a pretty like elaborate roadmap that kind of explains a bunch of stuff coming. So they actually have a lot coming down the road. So they have a lot to look forward to. Consoles in a interesting place with the, with the new versions of consoles helping performance a lot with them getting their mobs back finally. And now they have stars end and they're going to get Secrea soon and Kafras. At least they have stuff to look forward to. Um, uh, Genesis, oh no, sorry, uh, Alexandra LaFortune says, for Witch and Wizard New Awakening skill, there are a few options. Both of them could get backwards mobility akin to Dark Knight. This is likely. <laughs> it's always fun reading these in retrospect. Both could get a direct mobility skill. This is unlikely. We could see more protected damage burst. Maybe Wizard needs it. Overall, I don't see much, I don't see such a skill in either of them since the other problems of the class will persist. It's very likely. We could see a quick combo skill for small scale, a stiff or knockdown type, which would like which would like it more. Down smash damage combo skill, very likely for which. A good grapple for which with knockdown. It's my hope, but not very likely. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got two uh, ranged lightning bolts. That's kind of like a grab. Uh, Genesis. <laughs> I mean, if they have no guard anymore, I mean, you might as well just say they, they were grabbed, you know, because they're going to die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cash Crook is. I, I wanted to mention this too, because a lot of people have been saying this, that Star's End is so overcrowded, people are literally three-man grinding it like a trees group and console. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, no! Yeah. No! They're like two-man two man and three-man groups, dude. Oh, oh my no. god. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Ah, man. <laughs> the, console, the console players. Ugh. Uh, poor That's console rough. players. That's dude. really rough. 
Uh, Genesis Johnson says, in regards to adventure, look up. Are you really surprised about the Alex Jones of the value pack is paranoid about it? I am not. No. He Wait, was what? saying earlier that they're breeding babies out of frogs or something like that. So he's all sorts of crazy. Wait, me or Alex Jones? <laughs> huh? What do you mean you or you? <laughs> Mike, you or you? <laughs> Mike, Mike H says, so, so glad you guys are still going. Heart, I was at Fogan's when you started. That seems ages ago. I have no reference for what that means. <laughs> He's, where are you now? Did you make it back to Sangrain Bazaar? Yeah. <laughs> he was just running through the desert when we began and now he's he finally lost. made it back to town he's uh, been lost this whole time I don't even think new players grind at Fogan so that must have been a long long time ago uh, James Dota says what song in the background like the chugging on the guitar um, the song is called Glory by Hello Stranger it is an unreleased song I did tell my band about it but I was hesitant to tell them that it was in the intro but I did, oh, yeah, I did tell them, and they were they were saying that was really cool, and I was showing them some of the comments, and they were laughing. They loved the uh, the hundred years later, <laughs> Frosty's band <laughs> has failed, and still no new intro comment. <laughs> Dude, uh, I was going, I was going through, I forget why, but uh, I was going through and looking at some of uh, y'all's videos on YouTube, mm -hmm. and it was so funny seeing people in the comments of your band's YouTube videos, like, "Where's Frosty? Which one's Frosty?" <laughs> Oh my god! And then, and then Sphero commented on one of them. He was like, "This is my jam" or something like that. I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" People from the podcast are commenting on the band's YouTube videos. I know my my because they they don't really. I mean, they play video games occasionally, but stuff like console like party games. And yeah, my singer sent me a comment like a screenshot of a comment once. I was like, "Oh my god." Love listening to this while smashing mushrooms for SP. And he was like, does this mean something? <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't think that's directed towards me. I think that's directed towards you, man. You tell me what it means. I have no idea. Do, do they know that like your name like online is Frosty? Yeah, yeah, so anything yeah. that says Frosty is referring to you? Yes. Okay. It's pretty fucking funny, though. Smashing mushrooms. <laughs> I know, because they, they can be no taken context. way out of context. <laughs> yeah, smashing mushrooms for SP. It's like, what? Is this guy high or what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> he is literally tripping right now commenting on this video. Uh, James Dota... Oh, sorry. I already answered that one. TriConnect Tri says, I guess Witchard need SA movement in, the, in this case can be additional damage. Knowing PA, they will get an iframe on movement, SA on damage. As for Archer, I'd love something like block jump. Something to simply TP me behind an enemy and CC from there. <laughs> sort of like hash tornado behind opponent. I'd like warrior and ninja or some other classes to get a something spammable actually for PvE that is totally dog shit for PvP. Well, you basically got none of what you wished for there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I close, think though. the archer really skill is, is good, but you want block jump on archer? That nah, is an fucking, interesting request. Fucking actually well, fucking crazy. Then on Kuno, I want Lutherkin's Call and uh, pier uh, is it Piercing Light? Whatever the charge uh, one is. Yeah, Piercing Light. Titan Squirrel says, I love my GF to death, but she talked literally the whole time you guys were live, so I get to listen again at work. Don't tell her I said so, please. Edit at 308.55 from the Maywa who brought you Kaffirs. It's the BDO TCG, just like Hearthstone. <laughs> I don't know what half of that means, but I'm sure Nayashi was mispronouncing everything, and it was great. Um, Probably. Late night. 
uh, says, have we confirmed that Reslar is in the intro? There's a question, but no answer. <laughs> we don't know yet. We're still investigating. <laughs> There's a question. That's actually pretty funny. That's funny. It's actually really funny. Uh, something Void says, please make the new Awaken skills for Warrior and Guardian be so bad that they have to lock it and they automatically die if they use it. I, warriors and Guardians would argue that it's close to what you just said, so you might have got yeah, your don't, wish. Yeah, don't, don't, don't give them any reason why. They can complain about anything. Uh, Kiru TH says, the value pack uh, Kiharu TH says, the value pack 101. What have we learned today? Wait, I don't know. What are these things? LSEP? I'm confused. I, I think he made a joke here, but it's like, I'm getting, I only see wingdings. <laughs> so I don't know what the joke is. Uh, value pack 101, LSEP. What have we learned today? And then it says LSEP, LSEP. Joke aside, I'm playing on console. And here's some info about the BDC roadmap for the first half of the year directly from uh, J uh, Jessic Jang. The game, uh, the game designer, or game design director. Prioritize closing the gap between console and PC. All right. March 3rd, they got stars on Black Star Main Hand. Uh, they're getting Kafiris. Uh, at the end, it says C10 will be unlocked around September, October. C20 in March 2022. That's actually crazy. Uh, later in March, Life Skill Mastery. Um, I'm sorry, did you just say, sorry, my brain was processing what you just said. Did you, did, sorry, pause, the rewind. Roadmap says did C20. you just say the... Yes, yes, C20 is being unlocked in March 2022. That's, that's Why? True. Well, they need time to get Kaffir stones, dude. I just don't understand. Well, some people's controllers and joysticks fuck up and they can't play for long stretches, so they can't catch up to people that are already Like, ahead. this whole thing about the gear gap just doesn't make sense. There's always going to be a gear gap. All that's going to happen is on March whatever, 2022, there's going to be people that are instantly C20 while everyone else is still, like, C3 and C4. <laughs> like, you you literally are not going to be able to get rid of a gear gap. It's not possible. Stop with this weird fucking rationing out of content on console. It makes no sense. Bear was laughing. He was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why don't people give a fuck about my gear gap and how people are way ahead of me no matter how much I grind? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess whatever. This will solve everything. Doesn't Bear just blow up his gear and that's what happens? They're also getting the tag system in April. And then uh, Underwater Ruins and Paddocks in May. No, they get the they get to start transitioning to full Suck Wizard status and when, the and when the transfer system happens. All sorts of stuff, yeah. So it's looking forward the to the next system. lecture. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't understand the first couple things. It just shows me wingdings. I don't know what you were saying. Savarn uh, Troon says, it shouldn't, it shouldn't show creation dates under the new guild pages. Just put a considerable fee on the black robe, 250... 2500k uh, and 50 energy per attempt adds up when you're checking dozens of names to try to grief like a spastic. Just uh, in Guild Wars 2, we had an API key we could use to share chosen information, characters, quests, inventory gear with a link. It was highly customizable and overall a great feature for getting into sweatier raids and shit. If BDO could mimic it somehow, it'd be far more interesting and useful than what we currently have. Yeah, true. I know console's already prepared. You're right, Goblin. Console should just release BDO Classic on console so they can all start over together. 
<laughs> Mayo Knight says, normally Frosty is the most reasonable person on the podcast to me, but he took some L's this week. Reslar is 100% correct about the adventure search function needing to be private by default. Even if the data is completely 100% useless, like the number of times the account has pressed R during gameplay, they still shouldn't be publicly releasing user data without explicit consent. Um, I'm sure there actually was consent in the TOS, to be honest. In this case, though, yeah, the data probably. is far from useless. Family names and character names almost certainly count as personal data under the definition of Article 4 of the GDPR. So while there may or may not be many exploits in the game for using this data, it could very well be a legal issue in the EU. I'm not a lawyer or an expert, so I'll refrain from making any claims about it, illegal or anything in nature, just pointing out that there are more issues in the play, whether or not it can be exploited for game purposes. Also, Frosty, for goodness sake, Gene Luke never has the Pickard facepalm meme been so relevant. Gene Luke. I don't know what he's Not referring sure. to. Not sure I'm huh? cultured enough. Yeah, I have a, I highly doubt that it's a legal issue in EU and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's your in-game public character name that everybody can see. Like it's literally in public. Like it's, I mean, it, it starts getting to be like weird when you consider like if it's something that could potentially affect a streamer's like livelihood and income for example but how i mean you you could disagree you could disagree with it you could disagree with it but like i don't think it's a legal issue Here's the yeah. thing that's just conf- not in the U.S., but in the EU, it actually could possibly be. Me and Adri were talking about it the other day, actually. But uh, here's the thing that I, I'm just like so confused about. We wouldn't even be having this conversation if it was just private by default. Like, how is it not private by default? I just don't. That seems like just such like an obvious, like simple thing to do. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. It's just strange. Because then they, you know, no one would be able to find each other, you know? If you really want to make yourself private, you got to go do it manually. <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. is go, weird. Go, the whole thing is weird. Go to your profile, set your stuff as private so you don't feel offended anymore. I think that's the easiest thing to do. It probably should be private by default, but go make it private so it's not that. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Um, I don't know enough about GDPR, but BDO phrasing, um, it's about personal identity, data, name, address, gender, etc. And then MDK says it's probably complicated. If data can be found uh, bound to you as a person, it could fall under GDPR anyway. It would have to go to court and even reach a verdict, so it probably won't happen. But how? How is it going to be bound to you as a person? That's that's my only question. Well, I don't, I don't know. There's, I guess if you're putting no, your first and last no name as your character names, I'm not really your sure. IP, your IP address isn't attached to your account, except from Pearl Abyss's point of view, whether they can actually see that information. So I, I, don't, I don't see how anything identifies you personally. I don't know. Uh, John Unless says... You are blatantly like, you know, giving your own personal information over your platform. That would be the only way. But even still, that doesn't matter. Like, that's, that's you doing that. Anyways, go on. Uh, Talos Acceptum says, I apologize for the long comment. I'm about to be picky and nitpicky about my class because it excites me to think about the possibilities. I'm, I hope I am not let down. Okay, here we go. I'm a lawn main. I think it's pretty cool, but I still have my thoughts on it. When they announced every class is getting an awakening skill, I was kind of stumped when I thought about lawn. They're supposed to uh, help the class with a specific issue the class has according to what I think 
I read, but I don't think Awakening Lawn really needed anything. The classes kit has everything it needs for the niche class it fills, but I feel like the skill will be a happy addition. I also used to be a shitter who wished it was Frontal Guard or something instead, but I'm coming around to the idea that it's probably really hard to land a new CC. With that being said, there's some features I'd like to see from it. I feel like the way to cancel immediately into um, the second hit would be really nice. Okay, they added that. Especially, uh, they added, so this comment was before we got Global Labs. Um, especially as a skill um, to use towards the end of a combo for that down smash and good damage. I think it'd be cool, but probably too strong if I could use it from pre-awakening too. Can't remember if it could be used from pre-awakening now. I probably can't. Um, and it can be hot barred too, so maybe. Um, there's already some awakening skills you can use in pre-awakening. If the lock pre-awakening skill at the same uh, key input, and I think it would be cool if this skill worked the same way. It's the same input as Salpuri Purge, but Lon always hot bar Salpuri in Awakening anyways. Uh, I've always wanted the flow to fur called Dancing with Death to work the same way, but I know how strong that would be. The class is very strong, and I always appreciate new options. Thank you for coming to my TEDx talk. Well, uh, there you go. Do, 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 do. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Mina is... Uh, She's saying that account names are actually considered personal data under GDPR, is what she's saying. Uh, but she also says, in theory, you can't give it out, but I'm fairly certain it won't be too much of an issue. So, we'll see. Probably nothing will ha come of it. It's just a weird thing. Yeah, I mean, why? I mean, here's the thing. Like, they, I feel like Pearl Abyss knows since the you know the original like cacao office is in EU like they probably know that right like that's something you would know it's like if just you would general think. people would know that i i have a feeling they wouldn't do it if they thought there was any risk and there's also a million other games that also do it so i mean this is a company that brings in billions of dollars a year with this this ip you know like they're going to have a legal team that knows how to you know deal with that kind of stuff so yeah, they're not plus... going to do anything that would be a risk or cause, you know, some sort of major issue with their IP, if we're being honest. Yeah. Uh, well, BDO phrase saying account names are not listed. You can't get that info from the website. Yeah, I guess you have to know the account name, right? Let me just check this so we know. Let me see if, if like, if I just search, um, an adventure character name. I mean, if you search a character name, does it not? Let me see. Uh, what is one of my character names? Frosty Circles. Oh, it does. There we go. Oh my god, really? No, it shows my account name. If you know the character name, video phrase. So I don't. I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on like how you're looking at it or what. I don't know what you mean by it doesn't show the family name. Or do you mean it doesn't show the email association? Yeah. Maybe that's what you mean. No, I guess, yeah, I guess maybe not. Maybe, yeah, maybe what Mina is thinking of, Rez, is your actual, like, account that you use to log in. Like, if it showed your actual account details, then that it would be under... That would be a huge problem. Yeah. But it doesn't do that, so... Right. Got you. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't show that. 100% does not show that. You're right. So if, I guess family name in this sense could be looked at as a character name uh tim's name. uh tim name or tim tim says did hamzy die again ha 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 i'm dead metaphorically speaking 
Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Uh, Daz says, away, uh, AWK, oh, Awakened casters desperately need some mobility. Sure, they're strong in large scale, but that doesn't matter much when you're trying to protect your spot and are hard countered by every competent class and can be deleted effortlessly by a brain-dead grab monkey. Hell, even removing split teleport from Suck Wizard and giving it to both Awakened casters would be a nice start. That's interesting. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Battle Hot Dog says, about the new lawn skill, uh, just the fact that it's a bound makes me not want to use it as a CC catch. We have a shit ton of protected CCs, so risking to die for a bound makes no sense. The skill is slow and doesn't fit in a combo at all. It does actually fit in combos now. The first hit deals no damage. Second hit kind of bursts. Uh, the down smash is as unreliable as fur. Yeah, it's just a normal, replies to the normal rules. Uh, that means you get it once every blue moon. I'm still convinced the lawn can't double DS because there's a bug or something. Anyway, the skill doesn't fit into any combo because it's less damage than any DPS skill we have, and those are protected. You got I think you gotta sit with uh Nihilus. Nihilus is breaking down and testing out some like combinations and skills and uses for the skill, and he found it to be actually really, really good. Um the fact that you you can actually cancel the shitty part now makes it usable in 1v1s. Uh, I can see it after a KD combo is the last skill, which you shouldn't use because adamantines or after bleeding your first skill in a combo for a quick nuke VCC. Still unprotected, so probably only usable in 1v1s. About the new tamer skill, I'm pretty new to tamer, so maybe has an in-depth knowledge and knows more possible application for this, but the only use seems to be to get the accuracy buff in a combo because you get 15% accuracy self buff if you chain the new skill um, with Beast Rampage. Not sure if Tamer needed more accuracy and another unprotected DPS skill. Protected DPS skill for Nodors would have made more sense. Um, I'm with you on the Tamer stuff. I'm not with you on this because I really think the fact that you can move backwards quickly with it means you can get behind someone and move the other way, like similar to Stigma. I mean, you could feel like you don't want that personally, but I do think that other people are going to find ways to use that. Um... I don't know, we'll see. Some creative lawns will figure it out, I'm sure. Uh, but it actually has a lot of cancels and ways to chain together. So the, even if you only like the last hits, you can just use the last hits. Um, Dark Shadow says, Frenzied Strikes uh, for Warrior. Uh, that's the other thing too, I have to point out about Hot Dog, is like, all of your skills right now are protected damage. So like, just getting more protected damage, like saying like you can't use this in Node War, it's only good for 1v1s, is like, I don't know, it's like kind of weird because you didn't really need more protected damage anyway, so it would have been redundant. I'm not really sure if you're saying you needed protected damage or not, but like, um, I don't know, protected. I, I agree though, bound is kind of shitty. Uh, Dark Shadow Frenzied Strikes for Word does not have any skill add-ons and it does have a core version, however. Wonder why it doesn't have skill add-ons. I mean, there's a few random skills that don't. Uh, yeah, I wonder if the new skills are going to get add-ons. Yeah, that's still a question for sure. Uh, Yumenidai says, guys, what's the reason Garmos Nest Battlefield is so empty? Love the show. Keep being so funny. Nayashi is my unlimited supply of meme material. <laughs> uh, why do you guys think that Garmoth is empty? Because Suck Wizard exists. Uh, I think it's a combination of you can't hide from ranged damage, and Garmoth itself is really annoying. I also think people with lower NPCs have a hard time running that RBF because the Garmoth effects and stuff kind of mess your frames up. Yeah, I think 
probably it was a unfortunately just a failed design Garmoth is probably the main thing that people don't like about it. It's just kind of annoying. He doesn't really pose any like direct threat. The only threat is that he's going to knock you down and get you killed. He doesn't actually very often kill you himself. So it's just kind of more of an annoyance than an actual like thing that you need to be consciously aware of. Um, so it's just kind of annoying. And then, yeah, the flat ground... I actually don't mind the flat ground, but I can definitely see why people don't like it. Um, I don't know. When you have something like the original RBF map, it's like, yeah, there's walls to hide behind, but then there's also, like, wizards that can get on top of those walls, and then what do you do? You just kind of have to walk away, so it's plus and minuses all around. Um, I don't know. Ultimately, I think a lot of people just prefer the the new, uh, updated old map, honestly. Yep. Which, like, since the changes, it actually isn't that bad. Like, the open field in front of the one spawn is, is pretty good. And then they changed the whole, uh, fuck, what side is it? South side, I think, got changed, like, entirely. Um, so it's really, it's a lot better than it used to be, for sure. But, I mean, if there were more people RBFing, then maybe people would do Garmoth RBF. But RBF is dead at the moment, because suck wizards, so... Um, someone's saying what, what, um, RBF with an Aukman temple map. <clears throat> I actually think that would be super fun. Um, like, you know how there's like multiple rooms? Like if it, if every yeah. time you died, you just spawned in a completely random area. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Cause that going up and down that damn, like, uh, until suck wizards just sit at the top of the stairs. Thing. Just <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine imagine this though. Imagine it was like only twenty. I don't know. Maybe twenty five people at most could go in, and it actually was a death match. No teams. So it's just completely free for all, and you're just like running through that map. That would actually be kind of fun. fun. Yeah, and it just random yeah. spawns you every time you die. But the I mean, problem listen, is, I... don't don't make it ten channels, please. Just make it like three. It could I feel think limited. most people would be down for any sort of like more like ways to PvP, right? Than just well, like because they, they they just need to make sense. Like all we have right now is RBF and you know Node Wars and then you know open world stuff. I don't. I which... still don't know why they haven't done like a capture the flag type thing or a capture territory by like yeah, holding yeah, the position think... and gaining points that way. You'd think something that was done in literally every other MMO in existence like would have there's that. There's plenty of options available to them. Like, I don't. I just don't know why they haven't considered, or I'm sure they've considered, but then just you know. Because like the one thing that I think is really cool about the Garmoth map is like the vases. Like I actually really like that aspect of it. That's a really cool thing. Like go in that direction, because um, that's really cool. Yeah. Dude, now Artania is making me think because he said jail map. My same idea, or that that same idea from Achman, but in Pilaku actually would probably be more interesting. You can you stack your bells? You can count. You can use more than one, yeah, at once. Also, why is there not like, I don't know, like is it worth it? I mean, you get double the mods. Hindsight. 2020 but like one of the things that uh like new world and ashes and a bunch of like newer mmos are doing is like these things where like mobs attack towns and like 
That'd be a really cool like event to happen. Like imagine if you're just like chilling in Velia, like making some beer or something or whatever you're doing, <laughs> and then it's like yeah. getting overran by mobs and you have to like kill mobs in it and stuff. And like it's actually like a cool little event that like drops you a decent amount of like, you know, goods. You know? I think it would be sick if one day you're fighting like a normal Nuver out in the desert and just randomly from the sand Vel comes out and swallows Nuver whole and like you have to fight <laughs> an on land Vel. Sandville, oh dude. God. Yeah. Sandville. Um, and then Tristan Crow says, I'm Reslar. And then he puts a laughing emoji. Did we I was talking about this with my guild a while back, and I don't remember if we talked about this. The Nyx zone we're thinking is going to be the snow zone, right? Hundred percent. No, we're thinking it's confirmed. So I, I don't remember if we talked about this or not. Do you guys think there's going to be a snow ghillie suit? And if there is, are you going to buy it? I feel yes. like if you just dye your ghillie suit white, it becomes a snow ghillie suit, doesn't it? Nope. It's not the same. Got to have both. Like, it, what would it be made out of? Like, fox fur? I mean, yeah. I, if, you dye, if you dye your regular ghillie suit brown, does it become a desert ghillie suit? Yes. I mean, by that logic, then yes, sure. Those but... are so. I mean, having both of them. I mean, the only difference is the style. Like you, yeah. They'll probably. I don't know if it looks really cool. I guess I'll probably get baited in and buy it. But also, are they gonna give it some? Cause like, the desert, the desert camouflage. Yeah. Has frostbite like resistances or whatever. So is frostbite it gonna have reduction? Yeah, is it gonna have frostbite resistance? And is that worth like purchasing? I guess it depends on how much the frostbite hurts. It's so random, dude. The the freaking grass one gives you gathering. I don't know why the desert one doesn't give you digging. Plus one Whoa. digging, dude. Digging has a history. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to revisit For, it. They have a bad history with uh digging. They don't want to talk about it. Right, right. My pen digging shovel. Uh, and that's it. That's the that's the end of the show. We made it. Lots of cool new stuff in the game. Lots of cool new stuff coming. New class, new awakening skills. Hopefully, we get all that stuff around the same time, so it doesn't feel like we're waiting forever. Um, and that's all. I don't know. Want to close this out, Res? I think that's all we got. I got to put this fan in my computer before it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for uh, watching slash listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed. Um, check out our individual Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash sofrosty, Nayashi underscore NA, and not Rizlar. Uh, all those links can be found in the description. Uh, hopefully everybody is enjoying the Hadoom servers, uh, console, you'll get it eventually. Um, and yeah, everybody take it easy, and we'll catch y'all next week.